Hi and welcome to the Alliance of Survivor Game podcast. I'm Ryan, the host slash game runner of Alliance. Join me as I talk to the fourth place finisher of High Seas, Dano, about losing allies and a rocky merge game. I'm joined today by the fourth place finisher in Alliance High Seas, the eighth and final member of the High Seas jury, Dano. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Thanks for thanks for doing this. Yeah, I know. I'm excited. Yeah. Curious to get your perspective, your thoughts and feelings about things and uh, flesh out the tapestry of the season. Um, so let's see. Uh, I guess to start with, uh, uh, you had, um, I think the most uh, recognizable uh, thing you had done before this that people might be familiar with is, and, and I think RDT and I had the same issue of not knowing how to say it, but exclamation mark series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you were in this, were you in the same mole org as him? I was the same mole org as RDT and, um, and GD as well. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, and you had played in uh, a Survivor Org before as well. Correct, yeah, one Survivor Org before. Okay, so uh, fam- fairly familiar with Survivor. Have you, are you a watcher? I'm a I'm casual, casual watcher. Like, I, I enjoy it and I watch every season and everything, but I don't, I don't follow the stats as, as closely as some people, which... <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to get into it like that. But I enjoy it as a competition-wise, basically. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. So it looks like GD was responsible for getting you into Alliance. Mm-hmm. Um, same as RDT. Uh, and Jess uh, apparently. Wow. He won. He was the big referral guy <laughs> this season. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess, uh, when you, I, I don't know, what was your other Survivor Org like prior to, to Alliance and, and how much, I don't know, were you, were you aware of whether or not this one would be substantially different or anything? Uh, no. So <laughs> my first Survivor Org, I, I was like completely new to Discord over COVID. A friend of mine invited me to a very small, um, server that was a survivor org just within my city and uh it was her friend who was hosting it and so everything was just very very basic like text-based very basic Mm -hmm. and so coming into this one (laughs) the marooning was a big shock (laughs) uh because it was it was like so command-based and everything and so i had to learn that kind of as i was going um and then, so it was a big difference from the survival org and, and the mole org that I was in um, had a different pace to everything. So I was kind of getting used to back into the survivor mode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, commands are, there's, there's a hurdle. There's a hill to climb yeah. with them. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I think, cause I think this is the first season we, I think, Season four, we started doing like a tutorial for commands, 
but in seasons four and five, they were like a competitive reward challenge uh, based on speed, which meant okay. that um, a lot of the people that did them didn't end up retaining any of the information we were giving anybody. Uh, <laughs> and so this was the first time I think we did it as just more of a, you know, no no time component to it, just, you know, figure it out, learn what you learn some of the components of this and hopefully you can remember a bit of it and, and know what you're doing going forward. Yeah. Um, no, it was a nice crash course. It, it actually did help a lot for sure. Oh, good, good. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, you mentioned the marooning. Uh, we, I feel like I don't, I, I don't spectate a lot of other orgs, uh, in, in general. Um, but I've heard from a few people that most places don't really do like a marooning channel and like a full like 24 hour period before like sorting, like they start the game by sorting people into tribes. Mm -hmm. And we've never really done that. Uh, but you're so, but so typically in this, in these marooning channels, the cast talks to each other and gets to know each other a little bit, or some of them might know each other already. And this is really the only season where that just never happened. <laughs> no one said anything ever, really. Um, I think, and I believe you're the first person of the cast to actually send a message in uh, in the server uh, with a survivor GIF. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, does when you you know, sixteen people stuck in this one little channel waiting for you know the following afternoon i suppose to to for the game to actually start and like nothing's happening no one's saying anything um i don't know does that feel like i don't know does that make you feel any particular way about what this cast is going to be like what the season's going to be like if it's going to be more quiet and low-key or anything like that uh well that just it's kind of like paranoia i think and and i think that for me especially people who play hard right at the beginning even if it's the marooning uh are gonna look like gonna look like people who are going to be doing a lot um so i was nervous just for that so i was fine with people not really saying anything but i thought it was i thought it was something that needed to get started because i knew that it was going to start up in the next day so <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's like Sully and Gwyn and Mason and Crystal and then on Mini Ninja and Zach all followed suit with a GIF. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I remember in the viewers lounge and in even the production channels, we we're just like, what are they doing? <laughs> What's yeah. going on? I don't understand. Um, <laughs> and finally, uh, I think the next the Saturday afternoon, GD posted... Um, an intro about himself and um <laughs> to try to encourage people to get them to talk a little bit um and it, it didn't really work to be honest no. <laughs> a couple introductions but um yeah before long it was time to sort you into your cruise uh and so you end up on the blue leviathan crew ship uh to start with uh it's you and CC, Deadly, Devon, Flair, Gwyn, Mason, and Mini Ninja, uh, two yeah. two ships of eight. Um, I don't know what any what were your kind of first impressions of everybody and things you liked, didn't like, 
things you um, people you work uh, responded to or maybe didn't connect with? So I was I was trying to feel people out at the beginning. I think that's how that's how everybody is at the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I was trying to give an open mind to everyone, and I knew that that deadly was deadly was uh, kind of being able to converse with me so i was talking with him quite a bit at the beginning i remember and my big thing was talking in in the like the leviathan chat and kind of getting a feel from everyone there and i felt okay with almost everyone i know um mini ninja didn't really do much at the beginning so it was hard i didn't know if that was again my paranoia stopping me from like wanting to trust her or anything like that but opening i felt kind of okay with everyone really and i was i was really just trying to be that friendly non-threatening player at the beginning yeah you want to not rock the boat so to speak yeah yeah um no that good i mean seems good if you're getting getting along with everybody is a good start um yeah and so that brings us to uh the first immunity challenge uh steering the ship where you're over the period of 24 hours your crew has to take turns at the wheel and try to avoid running into any rocks and yeah <laughs> one of the uh twists of the season was that for every pre-merge challenge, the sh- crews would vote on a captain, and that captain would have some sort of additional responsibility, power, uh, tasks they'd have to do, etc. Um, and we also set it up so that you didn't know what the challenge was when you voted. You had, I think, basically uh, whatever the uh, C-mail indicated, and then a an adjective in front of the word captain. And so for this one, you were given, you were told to vote for a vigilant captain. Uh, your side chose Flair as that person. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, how, how did you feel about captains in general? Uh, it, you know, you're going to end up being a captain at one point. Um, so what was, I don't know, was it something you initially shied away from or how did you feel about it? Yeah, no, I thought it was, I thought it was an interesting twist and and i for sure did want to stay away from it at the beginning i can't remember if this was the one where i said i didn't want to be it but gwen took it as oh dano's talking so he's gonna be captain and she voted for me and i was like no 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 this is not what i want at all um so i think i think the captain twist or the captain part of the challenge or of the game was it was cool and it, it allowed people to it allowed people to kind of build connections possibly in some ways. So I thought it would have been helpful. Um, and I liked it. Um, I'm looking back. I, I voted for Mason for the first, for the first one before anybody kind of said anything. So maybe this wasn't the one actually that <laughs> Gwen volunteered me for. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, I I remember like coming up with it. Um, I had thought that uh, I don't know. It ended up being I think almost every um, uh, every challenge and every captain vote that it was generally 
unanimous and generally um, somebody who had volunteered for the position um, with, I, I think, really just like one exception uh, that we'll get to. Uh, and so I was kind of surprised that there wasn't, and maybe I shouldn't be, but I, I think in, in on our side of things, it felt like there would be a little more like kind of, I don't know, give and take, push and pull for some of this stuff. Um, and and there really didn't end up being any much of that. And I think it kind of just mostly boils down to um, you know, people not wanting to be in that elevated position yeah. as much as possible. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I think I think the thing with the first challenge too is we're still figuring each other out. And if you screw up, then it's it's a big it's a big weight on you for that first immunity challenge because how many how many connections have been made? How strong is it that you are um, safe with with your tribe? Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, you need to you either need to have a really good read on what you're going to be doing in the challenge or, um, you know, uh, I think, uh, after the swap, I know RDT had said that, um, he really felt like he wanted to be in a position where he can do as much as possible so that he, you know, being in that minority, you want to avoid going to tribal. And that's another kind of scenario where I think that comes into play. Mm-hmm. So, uh, steering the ship, Flair's your captain, and so what that meant was Flair could see the uh, wheel channel the whole time, uh, but she couldn't say anything in there. But if rocks would appear, uh, she could at least alert everybody and hopefully keep attention and help the person who was in there solve the uh, small task they'd have to complete to yeah. avoid them. And so... Let's see here. It starts off uh, a little rocky. Um, so <laughs> the the way the obstacles worked was it would say rocks are coming. You need to turn the, the, the helm either starboard or port. And then there were two uh, commands below that. Uh, sometimes they were given to you directly as commands. And then as, the, as we progressed, they became unscrambling words or solving a math equation or translating something or this that and the other yeah ultimately all all you really had to do was know your port from your starboard uh and and that was supposed to be sufficient um and as it turns out i don't think devin did no port from starboard no i (laughs) i guess he didn't uh because he's gonna run into the rocks on the very first uh obstacle for (laughs) leviathan um which was, so the challenge started at 3 Eastern. Uh, first obstacle comes in like 6 hour, six o'clock to 7 hour. Um, and Devin hits it. And so at that, and I don't know how, I, guess I you know, because Flair could see it. So it's not like it wasn't, it was a secret that you ran into something. Um, but that's the primary objective of the challenge, you know, is to avoid rocks. So... At that point, I imagine things are not quite uh, comfortable, perhaps. Because yeah. um, I think almost everybody comes into this these types of games. And one of the big things you want is to not be the first, first person voted out. And a good way to do that is to win the first immunity challenge. Um, 
So yeah, I guess 24 hour challenge, you are two hours behind East Coast and I don't, um, I don't think, I don't think there was a huge, I think you had CC who's five hours ahead of us. Yeah. Um, so you had a nice kind of a little bit of good coverage from a time zone yes. standpoint. Um, yeah. What, I don't know. How do you, have you done other 24 hour type challenges like this? Before? Otherwise, how did you feel about it in general? Oh God. Yeah. So my first, that first survival org that I was in, um, there was a 20, there were two 24 hour challenges. <laughs> so there was a, there was a check-in you had, you had to check in within the first minute of every hour. So the first top of the hour mm -hmm. for 24 hours. I was the only one on my tribe to do all 24. Nice, nice. Because I went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other, the other one was 24 hours of counting with your team. But only two people could count at a time. And it had to alternate. Mm. And uh, even when I wasn't counting, I was up watching to make sure that they were game mistakes. So I was I was pretty much watching this a lot. Uh, I like twenty four hour challenges. I think it 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 builds it builds the the camaraderie and the and whatever because you're spending time with these people, hopefully just waiting for something to happen or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um and so I do enjoy the twenty four hour challenges. And this one here I was just hoping for a win but also kind of just hoping that it would it would be time for us to be able to like communicate and so especially when like deadly went in he was talking lots about his personal life and i was like okay this is how i'm gonna make sure i do connect with him mm. for a while because i ended that pretty quick but uh <laughs> yeah um yeah, no, I think it's I, I like the 24 hour challenges because it builds that time that you can you can communicate with your team. Yes, yes, that's yeah. a big part of what I, I like about having them first front and center. Um, you get the teamwork, you get the bonding. Um, and it really it, it goes a long way to highlighting uh, some of the people who maybe uh, aren't as as around as others yeah yeah uh, was there a, are, during this part of uh, at least while the challenge was happening uh, knowing you would run into one set of rocks early on were you thinking about what you were going to do if you ended up uh, losing this one uh yes and and i think the biggest thing was i needed to see we needed to have a strong team right from the start. So I needed to see kind of who was making mistakes and who was not really um, as active. And I think that's why I did connect with Gwyn quite quickly too. I remember me and her hit it off pretty, pretty quick, which was nice. Um, and so I think the big thing was, and it's always in my head when, when you're playing these things is if I lose the first challenge, how am I going to be, liked enough that i'm not even thought of being the first vote and not too threatening where people are like okay this is somebody who i'm gonna have to really watch out for in the coming tribals mm. you know or nauticals I guess. yes does that make sense 
yeah 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 it's a it's a fine line to walk because you're right you want to you know i think i don't know i guess is the ideal scenario that there's someone else who's kind of taking the lead on uh, that conversation and you're in a position where you can be like yep no i agree we can do that you know it was your you're the one doing it i'm i'm just along for the ride kind of situation mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh did you have i don't know i think I feel like the the options, well, in hindsight, I feel like those two people were, would be Devin and Mini Ninja, but yeah. when I'm looking at the challenge, Mini Ninja did six shifts, which was two more than anyone else on your crew. Uh, Devin obviously is the one who ran into this for early rocks, but then he did avoid some later on. Yeah. Um, do you think it would have been Devin? Uh, yeah, I think I would have leaned to Devin because even, even in talking with him, he didn't really communicate with me either, mm. uh, in our DMS and everything. So I was like, well, this is going to be, this is going to be one of those inactive, easy boats. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yes. well, fortunately, uh, the Scylla tribe on the other side, uh, they run into two sets of rocks. Um, <laughs> one... <laughs> Uh, I think one of them was similar to Devin. Uh, I think it was Sam's who just wasn't paying attention to port and starboard and was simply looking at the uh, possible answers and using those to try to figure it out. And then at the second time, it was Jess, who I believe slept through her check-in. I don't recall. Uh, Something went awry. (laughs) And so by a a margin of two to one, uh, you're able to pull off the win everyone's safe perfect perfect <laughs> uh so uh Scylla goes to nautical council they vote out jamal and uh that leaves 15 people and that brings us to walk the blank um, oh yeah that was a good challenge <laughs> i saw um you say in your confessional that uh you you feel like you should have been cap. You should be captain for this one, but you're kind of busy. Uh, but you're a big fan of word puzzles. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is kind of a pseudo uh, like wheel of fortune type thing. Uh, the captains would get uh, their twenty total prompts. The captains fo- would have four of those prompts just for them, so none of the other uh, players could guess and get uh, could submit the right answer. And we would give you uh, a phrase and then slowly add letters to it. And each time we added letters to it, the value of the phrase went down. Yeah. Um, you end up, so you, you, we end up getting the captains as CC and Crystal. And so, yeah, what, um, I don't know, you, you, you seemed like you wanted to be captain. What, was it just a, in a timing scenario that kept you from that? Yeah, so this was the first, this was the first org that I was teaching back in class um, Mm. while the org was happening. So I didn't want to hold back people um, when I knew that I was completely unavailable. Um, And so just, I did want to be the captain for this one because I I do love word puzzles and those are, those are the type of puzzles that are the challenges that I do the best at. 
Um, but again, I didn't want to say, hey, this is what I'm really good at and then fail. Sure, of course. Yeah. That's always the risk. Yeah. Uh... And so I was fine. And at this point, I already had been talking with CC a lot. And so I, I was like, okay, CC uh, feels like they can do it and, and we're good here. So, yeah. Yeah. I was fine. I was fine passing, passing it off again. <laughs> um, okay. Well, <clears throat> this one started out pretty, uh, it started out a little fairly evenly. And then in the middle portion, uh, Scylla goes on a bit of a run. They yeah. get out to a lead. Um, and you get your first uh, prompt answered with, I believe it's mutineers who will be fed to the sharks, <laughs> uh, which is a good one. Um, and uh, really well done on that. And so uh, the next one after that was a captain's one. Crystal gets it. And at that point, you're down by seven with five prompts to go. Um, I don't know. C- c- were you feeling like, you know, if this is your thing, uh, or, or at least you feel like you should be good at this, uh, and to that point anyway, it, it really hadn't um, come together in that way. Uh, mm-hmm. Feeling a little pressure, a little concern? Yeah, big time. I was like, uh, yeah, it was like, if, because I was still learning commands and everything mm-hmm. and i was still kind of figuring out all of that and what i thought i was doing really really good at or would have really d- done really good at i was like shit we're going to we're going to kind of lose <laughs> and i hope that at least being here is and being active and, and trying to guess and all of that is going to help me out yes yeah well that's kind of when everything turns around. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, it looks like because uh, the very next prompt, Gwyn kind of snipes it uh, out from under Sully and Crystal for two points. Uh, and then uh, the next one really stumped a lot of everybody. Uh, nobody <laughs> had much idea, and I, I'm not surprised. Um and that one was Untimely Trip to Ponderosa, which you got. Um, and I, I, I remember talking to uh, RDT about this challenge saying, and he, as someone who hadn't ever watched Survivor or played a Survivor org prior to this, like would have never known the word Ponderosa, uh, <laughs> which is a little um, a fair, a sizable disadvantage in a situation like this. Um, yeah, I don't know. You're, you're going to get back-to-back prompts here with the next one being uh, concerning sonar blip. And all of a sudden, you're back in it. Did I get the next one too? Uh, no. No, the next one was uh, chivalrous swashbuckler for Mason. Um, but you, you were the first one to get swashbuckler. You tried chattering swashbuckler, which may have been what put him on that wavelength yes okay yeah i'm looking at that yeah no i and that's kind of where my word challenges kind of come in is i'm looking back at that at that challenge now um yeah i don't know how i got chattering with only two letters there (laughs) and even swashbuckler 
with only two letters. But <laughs> no, that was great. I don't think I'm I'm looking at some of these and I just uh, it's 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 impressive. I mean, a lot of a lot of really great um, reasoning or dedu deduction or whatever you want to call it um, from top to bottom. And so Mason's three points there puts puts you puts Leviathan up by two points just coming down to the final uh, captain's only prompt and uh, then it's all on CC to prevent Crystal from taking it and the win or or even a tie I guess and pinched by a coconut crab CC comes oh, through yeah. <laughs> um, and, and yeah completes the comeback a great Great job, altogether. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I was, I was pretty pumped that we won this one, and shocked that we got the we got the points that we did so early. Like, I think CC got it pretty quick too. Mm -hmm. In, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I think clever was the one who came up with all of the prompts that we used. And yeah. some of them, especially early in the challenge, are pretty straightforward. Dead men tell no tales, shot across the bow, message in a bottle. But you get to the second half of this, and I'm just, I don't know where you, <laughs> you know, spearfishing yeah. yellowfin tuna. Why? Who? When? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I mean, that's, the, I guess that's part of the challenge. And uh, so yeah, second immunity win. Nobody going home tonight um, for Leviathan, we think. Uh, yeah. Oh, this is yeah. Okay. Um, and so I think it was right after this challenge that Devin comes to us in his confessional, uh, with saying like, "Hey, I need to pull myself from the game. I can't." can't i just not around i can't do it i'm not here it shouldn't take actually i think he said i shouldn't take the spot of somebody who actually can be here um we we tried to you know convince him to stay but he was fairly uh -huh. adamant and so we said hey all right that's fine but just don't say anything to anybody else <laughs> for now <laughs> yeah. and we took Scylla to nautical council put him through the whole rigmarole and at the end uh told them all right, uh, it is time to head back to your ship because you're not voting anybody out. The players were like, what? The viewers were like, what? And then we went to Devin and we're like, all right, you can go, you know, say what you want to say and you can, uh, the ship channel, let your, let your crew know what's going on. And that's when he, who, uh, who do you know who Scylla was voting out? I, I don't, I, every, I don't think anyone, most of them, I don't think cast a vote, but, if I had to surmise, I think it was Jess whose number was up at this time. Oh yeah, because um, she was pretty inactive. Yeah. Yes, um, and she's the one that went mattress shopping, right? Yes. Oh god. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So that would have <laughs> certainly affected things. Uh, but no. So instead, it's Devin exiting the game so instead of looking at an eight to six difference we're looking at a seven seven uh even split between the two oh. sides and uh yeah i don't know I, I mean obviously as far as luck 
uh, is concerned, this is unlucky. Um, uh, Not knowing that a swap was going to be coming the very next round. uh, And even even with a swap coming the very next round, you would had uh, been more likely to have um, the numbers at any given point uh, and, and yeah. makes you even more likely likely to have numbers uh, coming at the merge. It's a big, big deal. Yeah, I remember. I, I think we're going to talk about the swap, but I remember <laughs> I didn't even know the swap happened after it happened. <laughs> I was so confused for like 20 minutes. I had no clue what was going on. <laughs> Uh, no that's that's fair um so engagement was the challenge the idea was uh, so the captains which end up being gwyn and zach uh, have to select three people from their side to become invaders and these invaders will be matched up with defenders from the other side and trying to board the other ship and take their flag was the general premise of the challenge. Yeah. And uh, so uh, Gwyn picks uh, Mason, Mini Ninja, and Deadly to be the invaders from Leviathan. And Zach picks Jess, Sams, and RDT to be the invaders from Scylla. And so you're matched up against Jess um, in, as a defender. Uh-huh. And what the invaders had to do was they had a, I don't know, like a half dozen commands they'd have to use um to get onto the ship and then once they did that they'd be matched up against the defender in a series of riddle type things um and so uh this i don't know this portion of it became an issue for a lot of people uh, mm-hmm. so flair as one of your defenders never showed up to defend um and yet RDT was not able to get through <laughs> to, no the, way. to the portion of the part where like that would matter. Uh, yeah. Um, I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, I think um, the same thing happened with Sam's. Sam, CC was there, but Sam's uh, also. Th- there was one pr- uh, question. We The last thing that the invaders had to do before they got onto the actual ship portion was to type out the name of our th- the three sub-channels in alphabetical order as a single command. And that just threw everybody off. Uh, Sam's didn't get it. RDT didn't get it. Uh, I'm looking at uh, your channel with Jess. Jess didn't get it. Um, and so, yeah, none of, the, <laughs> none of the Scylla invaders got past that point. Um, and so what happened was on the other ship, Mason gets through that point uh, and gets to these riddles. And so if the invader solves the riddle first, they get past the defender. If the defender fo- yeah. gets the riddle first, then we get another riddle until the th- till we've get, I think there were five total. And if the defender was able to get all five of those first, then they would successfully defend their part of the ship and the invader would just kind of have to sit there and hope somebody okay. else got through. And Sully, as the defender, gets the... F- gets four prompts faster than mason in a row and then mason finally gets the fifth one to break through and and so now the way it was set up was as soon as anybody got through the bot would send a message to all of the invader defender channels to say hey 
you have to go to the flag channel now, use this command, whatever, um, to do the things. And so, uh, so that message pops up in your and Jess's channel. You both use the command, you jump into your flag channel. And when you grab the, when somebody grabs the flag, it comes up that, um, uh, surprise, this is also a swap. And so all the yeah. invaders have now switched tribes, basically. Yeah. Uh, I know talking to Crystal that she kind of just ignored that part of the message and was just focused on the riddle, <laughs> the puzzle. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's a lot going on here. Uh, yeah. but, but now these seven, now the new seven group of seven have to solve this pu new puzzle for an immunity as a new tribe. Um, so yeah, a lot to keep up with and keep, keep track of. Um, but I, I think uh, silver lining, it did seem like everybody at least was able to understand that there was a puzzle they had to work on and everyone was doing that first and foremost. Uh, -huh. uh yeah. So tell, talk, tell me about it. What, <laughs> tell me about the sort of confusion of this challenge from your perspective. Well yeah like when i was i feel like as a defender did did commands work for me or were they only the leviathan or only the intruder only the intruder up until the yeah. riddle portion yes yeah i don't think i got that no <laughs> for the whole challenge so i was trying to do these commands and i was like i have no clue what's going on because nothing is working for me i remember that quite clearly <laughs> And, uh, yeah, because did I, I'm looking back at my invader channel. I feel like I figured out the clues before <laughs> Jess did. Yes. Oh God. <laughs> so it was, it was like confusion, confusion, but, uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I just think I didn't understand this challenge. And when I went into it, um, I wanted to just be faster and, and defend the, the, the boat so that my team would be okay. Mm -hmm. But clearly, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Um, and then, yeah, when we got transported back to, I was, I was still confused that there was a swap. I, it took me a long time, which is embarrassing to say, but it took me a long time to figure out that there was a swap yeah uh <laughs> no it was um because it was tough we'd never done anything like this before uh i think it was meg's idea initially to have a swap within a challenge uh -huh. and the toughest part of this whole thing was trying to uh, and obviously it wasn't we weren't completely successful and that was to make it like followable um and so it was a question of like i know remember i was having this conversation of like well how do we if if the idea here is that eventually immunity is going to be determined by which group new group of people can solve this puzzle first how yeah. do we balance that against you know this invasion portion of it and uh, ultimately you can't right because if it, it just we didn't want to give one side an advantage as far as like well they get to the flag first so they could win immunity before the other side ever even knew there was a swap 
Um, and so that's why we ended up making it such that as soon as one person got through, everyone gets through, everyone finds uh-huh. out. Um, which, you know, is tough because, you know, one of these, it's it's a live challenge. It's happening in real time. You're, everyone is varying levels of stressed uh, and anxious and whatnot. And uh-huh. you're in the middle of doing something and all of a sudden you get a message like, hey, drop what you're doing and go do this other thing now. And everyone's, you know, reading fast, trying to, you know, you know, it's speed based. So you're misreading things or skipping over things or just looking for what's the most important part of each message sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it, you know, we could have, you know, it didn't matter how clearly we spelled out some of the things like people were just going to miss it or ignore it or whatever. <laughs> and like, you know, that's going to happen. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it, it was, it was very, uh, um, uh, it was, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not audacious. Scattered. What's that? Yeah. Yeah. Like scattered too. Like, yeah. It was, yeah. Very scattered. Very, um, we, we really shot for the stars a little bit on this one and, uh, <laughs> hit and miss, uh, in yeah. execution. Well, it's a- um, it was it was still a cool thing to see happen to be the first ones to do it too yeah uh yeah it definitely gave us a, a helped with the blueprint uh, for if and when we did it in the future um no i i think it was a lot of fun and i think um i think it was when i was talking to rdt who mentioned that not only so you've got the whole idea it's a swap it's in part of immunity challenge and all that stuff but when you think of a normal swap uh, in most games, uh, even in the show, you get the swap and then there's a challenge and then yeah. there's a vote and you have this extended period of time because of the swap. And because we morphed the swap into a challenge, like, uh, and, and, you know, you'll, you'll end up winning, winning this challenge. Scylla, uh, new Scylla 2.0 is going to have to go vote like the very next day they get, uh-huh. that amount of that amount of time has sh- shrunk substantially um, big time because yeah even even for us like when we've generally had swaps like that's just the whole day is the swap when whatever it entails uh typically so uh yeah this was a very important challenge for that very reason because you don't have as much time to bond with these new people and especially if you're the minority of trio who got swapped over not good not good um so when you get to uh this this riddle slash puzzle uh where you had six clues and then you had to solve what the clues give you and this was true on both sides but you just had people throwing out uh commands that had all six words or whatever in them um yeah i don't know It, it it's kind of one of those things where like once you see it, it's pretty obvious, but no, without any idea of what you really had to do with the answers to these prompts, it, it didn't, it could take a long time for that to click. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, I think that was the big thing is it was not clicking for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think uh, it's not until RDT posts out the answers to everything. Um, one after another uh, that you can 
at least for him, he he noticed like, oh, the first letters all line up to spell blime with one letter missing, uh, yeah. which makes blimey. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that That's what did it for him. And that ends up winning immunity for uh, Leviathan 2.0. Yeah. And this, and this put me, this just put me on kind of that, that uh, now I need to work with new people who, with RDT, who I'll be honest, in the, <laughs> the exclamation point series, mm-hmm. I was really annoyed with RDT. Oh, really? All the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All the time. All the time. Because, <laughs> let's see, I don't. I've never watched the mole. I vaguely understand the idea of it. I know that I believe RDT was playing as Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, RDT was playing as Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. <laughs> what well, I don't know was there. Uh, I don't know what was he doing that was so frustrating, annoying. Um, I thought he was a sixteen-year-old girl who was just really, really, really annoying. <laughs> and so i i was just like irritated by like it was like quick actions and and not thinking and i kind of knew that rdt was not the mole i had well i had a feeling rdt was not the mole but he was doing all of these things that made him look like the mole i was like what are you doing you're ruining the game and i was so annoyed that does not surprise me in the least. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, of course. Um, that's that's very funny. So, yeah. So now you have RDT, Jess, and Sam's. You have your history with RDT. Uh, but you get a day or two to kind of uh, sort out how you feel about these people and this new environment and whatnot. So... Um, I don't know. How did I, I guess were you were you of the opinion that regardless of what happened, you were most likely going to stick to initial tribal lines? A hundred percent. Okay. Um, yes. And I told myself, I can't remember if I if I said it in like my opening or in my application or anything. I told myself I wasn't gonna do that, mm. but I did that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and it was like, cause that's kind of what, what destroyed me in my first, in my first, uh, survival org as well, just undying loyalty. And it took me out in fifth place there. Um, so I, I told myself I wasn't going to do that, but I ended up doing it. And that was, I convinced myself that that was the best thing to do, especially, um, when the new Leviathan kind of came through here. Right. Because uh, you're, so let's see, you're still there. The um, original Leviathan is you, Cece, Gwyn, and Flair. Um, yeah. And so at that point, uh, what? how did you view that group of four? You know, was it a group of four? Was it a group of three plus one? A, you know, was there one person that was closer than the other two? How was that? view from um, how did you see that um i felt i felt very close with cc so i was actually happy that i was with cc mm-hmm. um 
CC was was going to be my my loyalty, kind of a hundred percent top of the charts loyalty, um, and I felt really good with Gwyn because, as much as I tried to kind of hide how much of a control I wanted to be, um, Gwyn was kind of exactly how I would normally play the game, and I knew that I connected well with her, and she would be kind of a little bit overbearing to new people who didn't know her. And so I really enjoyed working with Gwyn and I wanted to work with her moving forward, but I knew that she was going to be, she was going to rub people the wrong way. Um, and that would have been beneficial for me post merge. Um, and if somehow we had a lower um, or lost a vote in in this new Leviathan 2. Gotcha. Uh, okay. And then, so with the new folks, um, I guess first impressions of, I, I don't know, how, how did you approach your conversations with them? Like, uh -huh. was it, I don't know, because you can't necessarily, you can't assume that they're all going to be able to be voted out, but you also uh -huh. know that uh, and so some of them are likely going to be there at the merge and that can be important, but yeah. there's a good chance that one or two of them isn't going to make it that far. So yeah. How do you balance those things? Yeah. Um, well, I, I, I knew that. And again, this isn't like not pre-game or anything, but I knew RDT was good at challenges, uh, even though mulling them or whatever it was from the previous <laughs> Org. Um, so I knew I wanted to to work with RDT. Um, and I knew that that would have been a strong challenge beast to have. Um, because RDT was very successful in, in kind of everything that I've seen seen him do. Um, and I did talk to Sam's and I did talk to uh, or try to talk to Jess. Jess wasn't wasn't very active. Mm -hmm. um in the chat but i did talk to sams and and he seemed oh my god this was the sams vote wasn't it no well the next one next one yeah oh this was before the next challenge yeah. yes yeah um and i did talk to sams and he seemed pretty active and he seemed friendly and it, i wasn't sure if it was going to be um i wasn't sure if it was going to be something that could be possible to work with him hmm. moving forward. And so um, I knew I didn't want to get rid of RDT yet. And so it was down to Sam's and Jess with if the original Leviathan were going to vote like that, which they probably would have. And so just kind of figuring out what, how active of players they were and all of that. So, okay. Uh, because, and... because as a majority, majority original leviathan we if we lost we could still kind of figure out so we needed to see what we wanted to be able to do in my opinion right yeah and, and so that was true on the other side uh inverted um and so uh, with dason uh, deadly <laughs> deadly mason and mini ninja on Scylla, they're about to vote somebody out um yeah. how I don't know, like, are you 
concerned for them over there? Um, are you kind of knowing how you're thinking about it from your side? Are you just expecting that that's exactly what's going to happen over there too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and my hope was, and especially with that Leviathan loyalty, my hope was that because I felt pretty close with Mason and Deadly, um, was that if they lost, they would have done enough to get Mini Ninja out. Mm-hmm. Um, because I had no connection with her. Well, uh, that's that's <laughs> what happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mini Ninja goes out in 14th. Um, it's a unanimous vote. Yeah. And... So that brings us to the lighthouse. This was a cool challenge. So yeah, we had you vote for clever captains, uh, and you all selected RDT, uh, who I believe volunteered for the position. Uh-huh. Uh, and what was going to happen was there's ten floors of puzzles, and RDT would start at the top, everyone else would start at the bottom, and you just solve them until you met somewhere in the middle, and at that point the captain would be given instructions on how to finish the challenge. Yeah. Uh, you had one extra player, so you had to sit somebody out and that ends up being Gwyn. Um, so yeah, puzzles, things, how do you like yeah. the idea? How do you like your chances? Uh, really good. Especially like I felt pretty confident in this um, myself. And so it was nice to um, support the team because I, I I may have an inflated sense of what I did but I felt pretty good with this one and I think I was pretty successful with it at least at the beginning mm-hmm. of the challenge um, so I felt okay and then um, I knew RDT was good at puzzles so <laughs> that helped a little bit too yes uh, the very first one you get it in like a couple of minutes pretty straightforward uh word sort of puzzly thing um the second one was a jigsaw uh, that ultimately sam solves uh the third one was a drop quote um that you end up figuring out then fourth is the island tours uh with a map and coordinates that you have to that eventually spell things out i believe and that goes to flare and then on the fifth floor you meet up with rdt so he's gone through 10 9 8 7 and 6 by this point he got to the fifth floor before you you show up about four minutes later um and uh it's a sudoku with letters and this is the this is the the stumper (laughs) um because uh, it ends up taking yeah. almost like uh, almost like half an hour on this one puzzle. And I'm going to tell you something. I never told anyone because I probably would have gotten voted out. But I actually had like a family thing that I had to deal with at the exact same time. Like somebody called my house at that point. And so I wasn't even at that part of the challenge. And I was like, no, this is like so important. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So that at at that point, I was like only fifteen percent paying attention to what was going on, mm-hmm. and and I was like, "This is it. 
I can't say anything because then they're going to vote me out because I ruined our chances at this one. Jeez. Oh, man. So many. Yeah. Yeah. I. So the. The, this is this is this one puzzle is is really the difference um between the two sides because uh mason gets to the, when mason gets to this one he immediately changes all the letters to numbers and like throws it in a solver um and oh. so and so it takes about uh like five or six minutes to get to- all together uh for that team and i know rdt had um asked us in a previous challenge or or something he had asked us at some point in his confessional before this if he could use a solver for something and generally our answer is you know if you want to use google that's fine like we we try to design things so that they can't be abused at least in that way yeah um and so he had mentioned that he thought of doing it almost immediately with this and then didn't and event and then uh, i think about 20 25 ish minutes in he finally does substitute everything into numbers uh, to make it easy it did not help as we would find out that jess who was working on it as well um didn't know how to do sudoku (laughs) puzzles and so kept posting updates that were uh i think just guesses um oh my god uh, and so that didn't make anything uh any better and so finally you solve they solve it um get the right answer and then it comes up that you have a decision to make so rdt had to find had to use the answers to every single puzzle in a specific order and that would be the final command Um, Uh so then you either get to do another puzzle which would give you an advantage if you won immunity or just end the challenge yeah and so there's no one really like was definitively saying either thing uh immediately but eventually the conversation is just like let's i guess we're doing the puzzle um so i don't know if you're not i don't know were you back at that point did you feel like you should have gone for the puzzle obviously it it doesn't end up affecting anything uh, in hindsight, uh, but yeah, I was back for for that part. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have went for it just because it's it's Survivor and it's or it's Alliance <laughs> and it's it's something to try out. Um, I would have went for it if I had the decision, which we ended up going for it, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was another uh, jigsaw puzzle thing. Um, that you'd have to cut and paste and rotate all the pieces and whatnot. Um, I think it takes about five-ish minutes, four, four and a half, four-ish minutes, five-ish minutes, uh, where you finally get engaged the golden spyglass. Yeah. And uh, that gives you an ultimate time of 57 minutes. And we had done a challenge uh, very identical to this one back in our fourth season, as a tower and uh both of the tri- tribes from that season had taken you know 80 plus minutes to wow. do it and so i think we had even given ever i think somebody had asked us like what how long we should expect this to take and i was like well probably an hour 
maybe closer to an hour and a half. Um, the puzzles are different. The people are different. Uh, but we also knew that there was potentially an 11th puzzle that they didn't have in our previous run of this challenge. So I was uh, really surprised that uh, both sides were able to do this so fast, uh, comparatively speaking. Because um, uh-huh. I think you finished either right before or right around when Scylla started to do it. And I was like, oh, wow, 57 minutes. Like, that's, ha- there's no way. <laughs> that's like, that's yeah. going to kill. The, the sill is going to be blown out of the water. And then, of course, they, um, you know, were able to match and, and exceed yeah, your score. Much better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think without the additional puzzle, it would have been something like 45 to 53 minutes. Uh, with okay. the with the additional puzzle, it ends up being forty five to fifty seven and a half ish minutes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, they don't opt for that final puzzle, um, and they and finally, Scylla wins their first immunity challenge. Yeah. And now this this one hurt because I honestly I think we would have it would have been much closer if I was. 100% there. So that one felt horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. very likely. Um, and so so you you get to go to your first nautical council. Exciting. Uh, you get to... Yeah, um, yeah you, now you, so now you have to finally make that decision between Jess and Sam's. Yep. Um, what... How how did you how did you specifically view that decision and and how it ends up unfolding? Well, this was this was I think a big a big vote. Uh, yeah, it's our first it's our first nautical um, as the new tribe, but it was a big vote for me personally because I wanted to I wanted to not be stuck in the same situation that happened to me in my first survival org. And I, I feel like this is when I talked to Sam's and I wanted to set something up with Sam's where it would be me, Cece, Sam's and RDT kind of moving together um, as a, as a bigger chunk of people or a bigger alliance. And Sam's said something to me, I have to find it. Sam said something to me that was basically like, I'll work with you this time. And this is how I interpret it. I'll work with you this time, but I don't know if I can like really push for that group of four moving forward. And I was like, aha. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And so I think I, I think I, uh, that's when I decided, okay, Sam's needs to be, because he was obviously more active than Jess. Sam's needs to be the one to go now because if we merged, he was going to go against me. Mm. So then I, I, uh, I wanted I after that talking with Sam's, I, I was like, no, I'm just going to be original Leviathan strong, and and keep that as strong as possible. Okay, how? Let's see. Um, cause it's, there's 13 people left at this point. Um, mm-hmm. you vote out Sam's, so you're down to 12. Uh, wh- did you do the sort of mental math of what 
voting Sam's out, how that affects your challenge abilities moving forward? <laughs> I don't think so. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I would even go so far as to say, like, obviously, you know, Jess is not as active as Sam's was, but even just looking at the challenges, it didn't, it, it doesn't seem like overtly apparent to me that Jess is like dead weight. Like she's not the best at challenges, but she wasn't, she wasn't not showing up to them. She wasn't, you know, and you know, an Achilles heel or anything like that. So I don't think you can really assume that she's just going to miss out on the next yeah. challenge that happens, right? Yeah. Um, so, okay, the decision is Sam's. Um, how do you... Is there any way to... Or I, or I guess rather, um, you have to... You still have to have these conversations with, with Jess and RDT and Sam's uh, leading mm-hmm. up to the vote. So... Is there a way you wanted to handle those uh, to make it? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. How did you want to handle that? That those relationships, knowing you're voting Sam's out, to make things as easy as possible. Yeah. Um, well, I think I I think I ghosted RDT after I basically said, "Yeah, we're voting, we're voting Jess out." And then I think I pretty much ghosted RDT, which was not smart on my side um and then i was just kind of telling sam's what he needed to hear (laughs) uh yeah uh yeah they so sam's and rdt think the vote is jess yeah Um, jess uh doesn't know what the vote is um and ends up uh, and so when we get to so we get to nautical council, you're first, um, and uh, you get live questioning and what I don't know. How did the uh, this format work for you? I liked it a lot. I feel like it it builds into a real experience, right? Where um, things can change pretty quickly and things can be adapted um, based off of what's going on. Um, and as, however, I think with being in the majority of, of after the swap, I don't think we were going to change very much. Um, but I did like the, the real time effect because it allowed for people to, it allowed for people to kind of not let their guard down, but maybe say things that would be, allow me to kind of see what was going on. Mm-hmm. a little bit more you know what i mean yeah yeah are we we end up i think a lot of people either see that i don't know i think a lot of people see this as a, as an environment like tribal nautical councils um where you shouldn't say much if anything mm-hmm. and if you mm-hmm. say something it should be guarded you shouldn't give anything away um oh that's true yeah uh i imagine it is very much the case uh on the show as well um and of course if everyone does things if everyone handles handles it that way it makes for pretty boring and (laughs) unexciting tribal council so uh i don't know did you see it that way in the moment uh was that something that you kind of 
that kind of changed as you went further along in the season or anything um not overly no i feel like i i agree like i think that you you do have to you do have to be careful um but you don't want you don't want nautical to be boring let me just see here um and so I, I kind of stayed the same throughout all of the nauticals with what I was doing. And I was, I was being very careful because I feel like um, exactly what you said. For me personally and for my game, I was very cautious with, with what I was saying. Yes. And it was very directed. Yeah. Yes. You, oh. I'm scrolling through the channel and uh, you had a, the, felt like the approach of, of, have of um how do, I, how do i put it like uh a little comic relief a little always kind of um indicating that you can rely on yourself and that's about it um yeah and you know that's generally true in these types of games um but yeah i think that's you know just finding that line between not saying anything and or, or rather saying nothing and saying um and saying things that mean nothing uh yeah, yeah figuring anything besides that is like perfect <laughs> really mm -hmm. um, yeah but yeah no that's pleased that people talk if they do uh and so time to vote everybody goes in casts their vote um <laughs> uh flair trying to set up paypal at the same time mm -hmm. <laughs> Flair was wild. Oh yeah, Flair was wild. And um, we get all the votes, and and then so I reveal the votes. First vote Jess, second vote mm -hmm. Sam's, third vote Dano. Me, you. <laughs> <laughs> and so I don't know if you felt at all concerned. Uh, even after no. your vote comes up, but like just seeing it on the parchment, scary. Yes, yeah, it is. <clears throat> it's it's annoying because you think that maybe the three, um, maybe the three Scyllas that were on our tribe were able to to transfer people over. And my only worry would have been Flair at that point. I really don't think <clears throat> DC or or Gwyn would have swapped over. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also think that Sam's and RDT wanted, wanted a strong tribe. And so they saw kind of my performance and, and was stronger than, was stronger than Jess's. And so I think I, I wasn't overly worried for this tribal. Okay. So yeah, one, 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 fourth vote, Jess, fifth vote, Sam's. And then sixth and seventh vote, Sam's. Sam's is out four to two to one. Uh -huh. um, and uh, there you go. It works out. Yeah. Uh, this was where, this is where I feel like when I read back, this is where um, spectators, the viewers were not happy. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I think a little bit of that, I think a little bit of, uh, I think there was a general feeling that 
and I, I've, as I've talked this out with a lot of people now, I do feel like there's, you know, you reasoned it out um, for yourself. And I think there were definitely like points for taking out oh. Sam's. Um, yeah. He obviously, at the time, especially, he was more active than RDT or Jess. Um, he, you know, you. I don't know how much anybody knew about his ties over on original Scylla, but he had a lot of ties over there. Mm. Um, so, you know, preventing him from making it to the merge seems like a good thing. Um, I think, I feel like, you know, vote out Sam's, vote out Jess, you know, kind of a coin flip. Um, it, since what's up? You're, no. you're going to end up being able to vote out Jess next anyway. Uh, but... I do think where things kind of turned was when the was just like the handling of I guess in this case it ends up really only mattering for RDT uh, when the merge arrives and he's not really on your side um, uh, and so uh, whereas when you but I guess the other side of it is like the reason I feel that Mason and Deadly were able to uh, integrate themselves into the other, the Scylla side was because they had this longer, like four or five days um, to where they didn't have to vote anybody out. Yeah. Leading yeah. up to the merge. And so had you won this next challenge, it puts them at, you know, maybe it ends up voting one of the two of them out, but it also maybe prevents the other one from getting close to them. I don't know that, you know, who knows? <laughs> so, yeah. So many variables. A lot of factors. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, Sam's is out. We're down to 12. And that brings us to heavy counting. Um, <laughs> we, uh, you don't even end up doing any counting as it turns out. No. Uh, do you, do you, do you like counting? Um, I don't mind it. I'm okay with it. Mm -hmm. Well, I feel okay with it, but I did terrible at the, <laughs> one of the last mm -hmm. immunity challenges, but I won't talk about that now. Um, I don't, I don't mind it. It wasn't something that, that I hated, um, but I was okay with being captain because I wanted to, because this is when I would be, was captain, right? Yes. Um, I wanted to support my team and, and show that, show the loyalties there, especially for Mason and Deadly. Mm -hmm. And I even think like at this point, I don't know that on either side, we'd seen anybody really um, take the fall, so to speak, for being a captain and losing. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if that meant that it was maybe more uh, more acceptable to kind of take on that responsibility with the thought that well we didn't we didn't vote out RDT when he lost and we didn't vote out so and so and they didn't vote out this person and this that and the other um, and maybe that makes it easier to put yourself out there yeah I guess that's true yeah uh, so you were the empirical captain uh, Scylla voted deadly as their empirical captain and essentially the other five people on your crew would be counting uh, in five minute increments 
Uh Um, In round one, they all counted to 100. And then every subsequent round, you would add uh, chunks of weight to people as you saw fit uh, in increments of 20. And then trying to kind of maneuver it in a way that gets them to have a higher goal that they can't reach in that five minutes of time. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. You get to, so you watch, so Crystal, Mason, Moss, Sully, and Zach count. Um, how did you go about approaching this and figuring out who you were putting the weight on and when and where and why? Um, I didn't want to put anything on Mason. I wanted that to kind of be like my, my, Hey Mason, I'm still with you guys. Like, let's, let's keep Leviathan okay. And let's see kind of, I wanted to show that he was valuable for his team um, in case they lost and so that they could kind of see that. And then I was watching and Crystal was really good at counting. I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. And Zach was a little bit annoying. (laughs) Yeah. And so I wanted to, I wanted to kind of stack the people who were strong. And I know it was Crystal that was really strong on her team. Yes. And do you remember, like, uh, who else? Is, uh, you, let's see. So in the first round, you you split it up 20, 20, 20, 20 across yeah. uh, Crystal, Mason, Sully, and Zach. Oh, sorry. Uh, and then the next round, you dumped 60 onto Moss um, with 20 on Crystal. The round after that, it was 40 Zach, 20 Sully, 20 Crystal. And then the round after that, you put 60 on Crystal. Crystal's up to 220. That's when she gets eliminated. Mm-hmm. Um, the next round, you put 60 on Zach. He went up to 220. Uh, he was eliminated. Moss was at 180. She was eliminated. Um, and then you threw 80 onto Sully in that last round to 240. And he was able to get that high. Uh, Mason uh, at 120 the whole way through. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I didn't want to, and this may have been may have been, well, it was stupid, looking back at, um, like not not putting very much on on Mason, because um, it could have hindered people's uh, like views of me, especially after the merge, which I don't know if it affected that, but it could have. Um, because I believe you could. I, I don't remember if you could see your own sides counting. I think you could, but I'm not sure. Um, because, so Jess doesn't show up. She's eliminated in the first round. Um, doesn't get to 100. And I think at that point, the, the likelihood of winning just plummets. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I mean, it ends up being a lot closer than I think it, it, we... We might have thought it would have been, but because um, uh, you know, Flair also goes out early at 120. Uh, so, but I, I guess, yeah, I don't know. It's tough to kind of think about this and wonder what, how you could have approached it differently. Uh-huh. But I think with Jess being eliminated as early as she was, uh, at that point, I don't know that you know the the quote unquote winning strategy for you was probably not necessarily trying to win as a team, but to p- 
position yourself as best as yeah. possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. That probably would have been good. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, so Jess out in the first round, Flair in the second. Uh, Gwyn gets to round four and is eliminated at 180. Crystal at 220 in round five. Uh, round six takes RDT at 260, Moss at 180, and Zach at 220. And then CC with a goal of 320 in round mm. seven. Uh, just doesn't even, I don't think, feasibly have the time to no. get that far. Uh, yeah. Mason and Sully both reached their goals. So all in all, um, closer than it could have been uh, with Jess eliminated in round one, but it does go to Scylla again. Okay. Uh, I know that there had been a, at least a conversation between um, some about uh, throwing this challenge. Uh, I don't know if that was a conversation that ever made the, made its way to you. Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Um, I've been told that there was no, uh, <laughs> that ultimately it, that's not what was happened. That not, that didn't happen, but, um, yeah. No, I don't remember that. So, okay. Uh, but yeah, going back to nautical council and, uh, I guess still protecting RDT. Yeah. Okay. So pretty straightforward. It's Jess's time. Yes, very much. And I think this, I don't think I was able to see their count during the challenge I, I might have but I don't think it was okay. um, this one made me mad too that Jess didn't even do anything so I was like for sure we're going to vote her out because moving forward it was you, you want to play against people who are actually playing too Yes. you know mm -hmm. yeah no that makes sense yeah um, yeah uh, this is pretty easy not much to really talk about um i i like your parchment here for jess with her name on the bed uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one um so yeah five one to jess jess votes for rdt and uh, we're down to 11 yeah and so, then merge right yeah so agreed challenge that transitions us into merge um and this is the last vote for captains uh we asked for selfish captains and here's the only time i think where the captain's vote becomes at all contentious uh i know um rdt nominates himself as someone for this one and then there are some uh back channel dealings that end up Put it, voting for Gwyn as captain instead of RDT, uh, which uh, seemed to have been, I don't know, like when you think of the types of captains we'd had before, empirical, uh, clever, etc., you know, descriptive words, but not, I don't know, they don't seem to convey anything that indicates um, it could be anything less than, you know, just doing well at something. Yeah. Whereas selfish... Uh, it's kind of a scary adjective to throw on yeah. a captain. Um, yeah. So yeah, you, you don't know how big of an impact whatever the selfish captain will get to do uh, will have on themselves, will have on you, especially if it's the last person from the swapped tribe. Uh, 
um, and potentially, you know, a merge happening any day now. Uh, so Gwyn voted as captain. Crystal is the selfish captain on the other side. And they get their own private greed game that happens uh, separately. And then for everyone else, you get a normal greed type of scenario where you get a few minutes to talk to each other, a few minutes opportunity to take the immunity necklace. If you do, uh, you're immune at the first merge nautical council. Uh, but you are stuck on your pre-merge ship for an extra day or two. I forget yeah. the time frame. Um, if nobody takes it, then everybody merges as normal, and then just nobody's immune at the first nautical council. Uh, I don't know. Did you ever consider taking it? Mm, no. 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 <laughs> um, no. It was, in my mind, especially at this point, um, Mason and that De- like, for, for Merge that was coming up, Mason and Deadly were still okay with me in my mind mm-hmm. <laughs> and i would have been able to i would have been able to kind of talk with them post merge and and kind of reunited with them and so i didn't think it was going to be advantageous for me to to take it here no no fair enough uh everyone has the same thought <laughs> uh nobody yeah. nobody takes it and so everybody, we have a merge group, merge, merge crew of eleven, and so it's CC yourself, Deadly, Flair, Gwyn, Crystal, Mason, Moss, RDT, Sully, and Zach. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to the merge feast, and you get to name your new uh, crew. Oh God! <laughs> uh, you settle on the name Hydrakin. Um, there were some far less uh, envious names proposed during the feast um how do you feel about the ultimate name of the merge crew i didn't hate it um to be honest i didn't hate it because i thought it was thematic enough for for the game Mm -hmm. um and just kind of showing showing the merge within within the wording and all of that um yeah i didn't hate it I, i i feel like it even Hydrakin wasn't well received. I don't think. No, it. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't think anybody particularly hated it. Um, players, viewers, etc. Um, yeah. But it was. It's not generally one that people talk about uh, fondly <laughs> as one that they love. I guess. But yeah. It, yeah. There's. It's better. It's better than Il Josa or whatever that was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes no yeah. I, that was that was a rough one yeah i didn't hate it that's good so yeah okay uh and so yeah you're getting your first opportunity to well you're getting to reunite with deadly and mason yeah and then getting your first chance to talk to crystal to talk to moss uh sully yeah. and uh, now zach uh you kind of got to see them in the counting challenge um but that was one-sided uh, so yeah. now you get a actual conversation with the rest of them. How did you find the the new folks? Uh, good. Um, Zach was giving me flashbacks of like teenage annoyingness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no offense, Zach, but 
uh, and so it was it was just I knew he was going to be very brash in in conversations with him and everything so that was a little bit much and then I was I was putting on a front not a front but just a guard for the original Scylla who I've never met before and so I wanted to have a good kind of good opening with them and and kind of see where everything's going but at this point Leviathan original Leviathan was in the majority and so I was I was okay with going back to the original Leviathan as an alliance and so I wanted to have good relationships with people but kind of ease back into what I felt was working already okay uh i think we gave you all a day off after the merge mm-hmm. before we ha- you had to vote um so yeah how uh what if, if you you know you have the original uh leviathan original scylla as a six five division um yeah how i don't know do, what was the i guess mason and deadly uh, as the ones who had swapped still there uh did you feel like you had them on your side leading up to this vote to vote against Zach? Yes. yeah yes they uh in in dms it was like it was it, and this was my downfall for this for sure it was like just for me it was going back to when we were all together it felt like we were back on a same tribe and so how they communicated with me and how everything was, they were basically saying everything is back to normal. Yeah, like we're good to do Leviathan strong. Mm-hmm. So I I wasn't concerned. Okay. Did you know um, what the other side was, what their plan was, who they were targeting? Um, I did not. I don't think I did. No. Okay. Uh, so we get to nautical, um, big nautical, a lot of people now, uh, was, I don't know, even as the conversation progresses through nautical council, um, uh, questions and answers, did you have any idea anything was wrong up until the votes being read? No, I really didn't. I was, I was, um... I, this one was, was shocking for me. And so until I saw, I think I had a feeling that Gwyn was going to be the vote, but I didn't think that she was going to get voted out. Okay. So yeah, we get Zach, Zach, Gwyn, 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 Zach, three to three. Um, so, uh, I, presumably you're expecting a six or a a five, a six, five. Um, yeah. So three, three. Nothing out of the ordinary. Four for Zach, expected. Four for four, uh, five for Gwyn. Should be the last Gwyn vote, and then tenth vote also Gwyn. Yeah, and that's and that's where it goes. Yeah. Um. So I assume you immediately realize that it's Deadly and Mason. Yep. Um. Uh, Gwyn also becomes the first member of the jury, so we have reached the jury portion of the game. Um, yeah, I don't know. What was the kind of fallout 
immediate uh, aftermath of this blindside? I think after this one, I I just wanted to still be careful. And I didn't want to show that I was like overly upset, overly shocked, anything like that, um, because there was still so much more that could happen with 10 people still kind of in it. Um, I had to I had to adapt and I had to figure out what was going to happen. Um, but this did turn me on to like a downturn where I was like, okay, where I thought I was going to go with this game, I don't think it's going to work. Like mm -hmm. Leviathan strong and it may have hurt me voting Zach here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're now in this presumed minority. Um, yeah. It's so you, CC, and Flair were the ones who voted for Zach that are not voted out. Um, I, is it so? Like, how do you? Uh, I guess immunity is going to be a big uh, important now. Um, mm -hmm. Do you? expect that it's going to be kind of a purge of the remaining small that's remaining small group or i don't know um i did i was worried for that and so i had to kind of see where where the movement was and and where i would be able to place myself because uh no offense to gwyn but gwyn was was hopefully going to be kind of my shield for whenever this happened. And I didn't want this to happen this quickly. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. Uh, really accelerates things. Um, yes, totally. It, it, it changed the game faster uh, than I had anticipated, honestly. Yes. I see uh, in your confessional uh, talking about the next cycle round that um, you're planning to push a crystal narrative of some kind. Um, and I think it seems like you indicate that she and RDT are on the bottom of the alliance over there and try maybe try to swing them to your side. Okay. Yeah. And, and that was, and that was with, in talking with, um, with other people, just that they, they never really mentioned crystal. And so I thought I could, I could kind of latch on to that, hopefully. Okay. Um, all right. Well, final 10 immunity, first sort of individual immunity challenge. Uh, this is animal rescue. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, it happens in an entirely different server. And we paired everyone up. Uh, based on their captains from the previous challenges. So RDT and Sully, both clever captains, they're a pair, uh, which meant you were paired up with Deadly, the other Empirical Great. captain, who's your Great. best friend, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I didn't like him yet. <laughs> yet. Yet. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, paired up, I guess, but... In, in the actual practice of the challenge, the, the pairs hardly spoke to each other. Um, almost never uh, in the sort of base channel at the same time. Uh, but it, you'd be going through this island uh, filled with animals and rescuing them. And yeah. 
they'd each be worth some number of points based on how far away from the base you do that you were uh, because once you rescued them you teleported back to the start and that took a different amount of time based on where you were so uh yeah i don't know what th there's a lot going on in this challenge um mm -hmm. a lot of different very uh varying ways you can save and rescue the animals so i don't know did you feel as it was going on and as it started did you feel like you were doing well was there a particular type of task or i suppose that you gravitated toward once you found it if you can recall um i really liked the challenge i thought it was really really cool um i did not think i was doing well i was nervous <laughs> that i was i was too slow um i was also nervous that deadly would have like sabotaged a little bit because of the previous vote so I was unsure of how it was really going to turn out. Right. Um, th thinking back to it, I really liked the game. And there were a lot of word puzzles that I enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I know. I see that you spent time in the beach, which was... Um, that was the uh, paragraph with a misspelled word in it yeah. um, that you had to find. And then the other major area you were in was the woods, which I believe were just uh, were typing words in backwards that were hidden yeah. in spoiler tags. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Yes. Um, you did one animal at the dock where you had to make an animal sound for a Ooh. donkey. Uh, <laughs> um, and then you also uh, did a few at the river, which uh, I believe was generally considered the more difficult area. Uh, where you had um, like a sentence with bolded sections that you had to determine which one was false based on command responses you'd found uh, in the server. Okay. Um, meanwhile, Deadly did the other part of the beach. Between the two of you, you got everybody in the beach. Uh, Deadly poked around in the open area, which was uh, baby versions of animals. And then you each kind of touched in the rainforest which were math equations um but didn't yeah. spend a ton of time in there and then he that did uh <laughs> yeah he did almost he did most of the dock animal sounds and if there was ever if there was any uh evidence to support that he might have been trying to sabotage things it would be some of the choices he made for animal sounds because <laughs> <laughs> um, I know he, I have to go look at some of the, I'd have to listen to it back again, but um, he tended to approach them from a different, like not actually making the animal sound, but like, I don't know, uh, uh, for uh, like the seagulls, I think he might've been the person who said like, mine, 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 like from Finding Nemo, mm. um, which we gave yeah. him credit for, but... <laughs> Um, yeah. definitely uh, thinking kind of outside of the box there uh, so yeah I mean you end up you end up individually getting 66 points uh, Deadly adds another 47 as a team you have 113 which is just good enough to defeat Cece and Crystal who came in second and had 104 points and yeah. it looks like your individual score was the second highest 
across the board with CC getting just two points more than you at 68. So okay. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that so was you... a fun challenge. I really did enjoy it. Good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, but go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> the aftermath of this was horrible. Oh. <sighs> yeah. Uh, you and Deadly are immune. And so if it's going to follow that one of you, CC or Flair, would be voted out next. Your immunity means that CC and Flair would be on the chopping block. Yeah. Um, yeah. What? How to talk me through it? Well, this is where, I, like, a hundred percent, my game. I knew after this, if CC went home with in talking to a lot of people it was really looking like it was going to be cc um i didn't have a chance of winning <laughs> this is where i knew i was like not going to win no matter what place or like no matter where it would go um because what i told myself i didn't want to do sticking with my original tribe i ended up doing and then I pissed off people. I pissed off people this round, I'm pretty sure. Um, but I was pissed off too at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, and so just it was a lot of, I want to say it was Deadly and Zach, a lot of them saying, oh, we talked to people and it's, it's, it's going to be CC and all of this. And I was like, but why? Especially with Deadly is like, why would you want to do that? when we have we have kind of something that could still work moving forward right and i really i knew i was never going to write cc's name down and i did not want cc to go oh <laughs> uh yeah i mean it i don't know was it just like futile and I don't know it felt what did it did you have like no alternatives no options it just kind of like talking to a brick wall yeah yeah it it really seemed like that and it was it was there were people who they knew like original Scylla knew that they had they had Mason and Deadly and so it was it was like talking to a brick wall and for for Mason and Deadly to so quickly vote out Gwyn prior, I knew that it was gonna be a lot of work where I had to do a lot of work and it was not really coming up how I thought it would be able to. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Um how how did because I, I know cc had talked to you know this is one of those votes and i've seen this a lot and and sometimes it's it's authentic and other times it's just you know people saying things to have something to say when you know they know where they're voting but uh -huh. people a lot of i think responses i saw people saying like oh i wish i didn't have to vote for you cc but everyone's voting for you and yeah. you get you know you have like four or five people saying that and like, well, Hey, if all those people would just not do it, then there you go. You have a different outcome. Um, 
And so I'm not sure how much, how, how much, how many of those people were genuinely didn't want to vote for CC, how many thought that uh, they didn't really have much of an option. Um, uh-huh. so, yeah, I don't, I don't know how that really breaks down. Um, Cause yeah, I don't know. It's for a lot of, especially for say, you know, the crystal Sully uh, Moss Zach group who had never mm-hmm. played with CC till the merge. Like, I don't know that they really had a, even if they had a really fast bond with him in the last couple of days, didn't have a ton of incentive to save him over somebody right. that was working with them. Right. Right. Um, yeah. And I think that, I think I kind of hurt that too. Um, with how much I was pushing not CC to probably Mason and Deadly, hmm. um, which they could have turned that around as it was like a, a power, like power. We weren't really doing that much, but uh, a duo that, like a strong duo that would be hard to break up. Yes. Yes. So, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> horrible. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I guess, so, CC is the target, uh, we go to the vote, you're the only one who votes with CC against Zach, everybody else, including Flair, votes against CC, yeah. and CC is the second member of the jury, Yeah. and now, you're the only person who didn't vote the same way, coming out of this vote, um, <sighs> did... Was there any plan uh, other than pref- hopefully win immunity uh, to figure out a way to kind of stay in the game? Yeah. Uh, well, I got emotional at this point. I let like <laughs> my emotions take over, and my my initial plan was deadly has to get out. That was that was my goal because he was he was making me mad in our in our private chats and everything and really trying to say that he was the dominant force of this entire game. And so that was kind of my next plan. Um, But I, I felt like I had to adjust a little bit after and, and my, I had to kind of look at who I felt could be expendable so that I could work with them. And I really wanted to have an alliance that I could work with moving forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, gosh, I don't know if it was, was it, is it around here uh, when you kind of re, I don't know if it's reconnects the right word, but um, create a, a, get a bigger bond with, with RDT. Yeah. 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 Okay. And I think, I think this is where I was like, listen, I, my alliance members are getting kicked out. I'm willing to work with you. I, I would, I want to work with you. And I think that the, the strength is there where we we're capable of, of completing challenges and, and maintaining something. Okay. Uh, I, did you feel like this was, I, I don't know, I guess, did you think that this was was working like that you were going to be able to make these connections to keep yourself in the game? No, 
I I felt <laughs> I I felt like my game was shot. Okay. Um, I I really did, and so it was just it was it was just being not as as much of a target as somebody else at this point. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, the immunity challenge was hold your breath, which was counting. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and so unlike the previous one where you had a time frame to count to a target here, uh, you just counted to a target uh, as long as it took. But if you made a mistake, you're out. Doesn't matter yep. where. And yep. uh, then the slowest person who didn't make a mistake was also out at each round. Um, yeah. Uh, you First round, you count to 100. And uh, this was... I don't know. Like I guess, I guess when you approaching this, um, were you trying to go as fast as possible? Uh, what was the kind of mindset initially? I I wanted to win initially. Okay. Um, I I don't think I thought I don't think I thought I was going to win just because I saw how good they were counting when I was captain. Um, I wanted to win. Mm-hmm. But I did not. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, so we had uh, Sully eliminated in the first round uh, at nine. Yep. <laughs> Deadly eliminated in the first round at 64. Mason eliminated in the first round at 72. And then you eliminated in the first round uh, at the number 76. Yep. Four casualties off the bat uh, for mm-hmm. errors. And then that left Moss as the casualty in the first round on time. So already down to four people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Zach uh, is... So So Zach tells us, or, or says in his in his channel after he, he makes a mistake in the second round that he was throwing, uh, he has since said on his podcast interview that he was not throwing, and that was simply a cover for his mistake. Um. <laughs> But Zach is eliminated uh, with an error at 90 in the second round, counting to 500 by fives. And then that leaves Flair as the uh, eliminated player uh, on time. And so we're down to just Crystal and RDT. In the third round, Crystal is faster by about 20 seconds. And so Crystal wins individual immunity. Yeah. Uh, So um, that's not you. <laughs> uh and uh, so how do you so now nine people left um what and this is going to be a really very strange sort of vote um how how did what kind of confidence level do you have for for this vote at any point working um I, I don't think I was super confident in anything, especially because I was talking lots with Deadly still at this point, and he has a lot of confidence. <laughs> yes. And so I was, I was, I think, especially at this nautical, I was in the mindset of revenge. <laughs> and 
deadly was target number one. And so I was either going to go down burning or be successful for another nautical. Um, confidence, I did not have much at this point. I was just going to talk to enough people um, to convince them to to vote deadly out. Okay. And so uh, how... I guess the issue becomes you have uh, sev- everyone else that's n- not you voted with Deadly at the last vote. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got your bond forming with RDT. That's one. Yeah. Um, how do you get to, I, f- I feel like uh, Crystal and Sully here kind of feel like the linchpins to it all. Um, yeah. How do you get their votes? Um, I think I'm pretty sure I, with crystal i'm pretty sure this is where i said like deadly is flipping so quickly so many times like he was so eager to to flip against us and i think i kind of explained i could be completely wrong and miss remembering this but i think i explained to her how he's going to he's going to flip flop back and forth and use kind of scare tactics to get what he needs to get to. And so I think I got Crystal and I, Crystal was hard to align with. I love her. (laughs) Crystal was hard to align with because she only wanted to work one step at a time, at least with me. Hmm. Um, She may had other plans with other people, but she wouldn't give me very much information unless it was one step at a time. And so I, hopefully convinced her to to do this so that we could vote out Zach. And I think that was the step that that helped her. Because she was annoyed with Zach at this point, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so I hopefully found common ground with her for this. And in the fact that if you got Deadly out now, that's an original Leviathan. And then Scylla would have been stronger in the sense that you're getting out an original leviathan who you know yeah i I mean (laughs) you 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 have to it's it's all about the way you pitch a vote um yeah i know rdt had mentioned that anytime he wanted to convince somebody to vote the way he wanted them to vote it was imperative of upon him to kind of make sure that the reason that there was actual reasoning behind the choice um, yeah and so that was and i think that's a really good approach because you know it's 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 tough to but it's it's really difficult to always have a, have a legitimate reason for everybody you're talking to because some people there's just they don't have a reason to to want to vote for that person yeah. um yeah. and so yeah you you get um, I think these, you know, he deadly at this point, so much power, um, too much, perhaps maybe more, more power than a person can, can really control as it turns out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, between yourself, Crystal, uh, RDT, Sully and, and Moss, um, I think, I, I feel as though if it hadn't been deadly here, um, I don't know what 
I, I don't know that there would have been a, a space for it, really. Um, I agree. And and so you you kind of last chance you got him right before his, you know, his brain got so big that you know he couldn't be taken down. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, absolutely. Um, and so it uh, it helps, of course, that because he had as much power as he did. I believe he felt he could split the vote um, like a 3-3-3 split on, I guess, Zach and you. And I don't know who the third, whatever the third person would have been, wouldn't have mattered, I guess. Um, Mm -hmm. So like they don't even, you know, you get five votes on deadly. The other four aren't even all voting together. Um, It really was kind of just (laughs) this weird uh, especially compared to all the other votes that are going to happen this season that are basically unanimous. Um, a very weird outlier <laughs> in the grand scheme. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you get, we going through this nautical council here, um, leading up to this, this blindside on deadly uh, was, I don't know, where, was there, how, how much, concern was there that things would go sideways uh i i know i was a little bit concerned that people were just telling me what i wanted to hear because of uh, especially like gwen's vote um but at this point like i said i i knew i wasn't going to win (laughs) (laughs) the whole game and so at this point i was i was just i was gonna play however i wanted um, so if I went out, I went out. If not, I would have kept going. But I knew that I had a big up with, uphill battle, mm-hmm. no matter no matter what. So I was just going to play, however. Okay. Well, uh, for the time, it works out. Uh, yep. <laughs> you get the votes. Um, it goes. Uh, Sully, Dano, Deadly, Zach, <laughs> the first four votes, um, which is kind of, I don't know, what do you even think when you see four different names show up in the first four votes? Yeah, um, that's kind of tells me that there's a plan that I'm not even a part of. <laughs> yes, for sure. So, I, and just kind of re re rehashing out the fact that i'm at the bottom at this point i hope i didn't look like a goat at this game which would have been super upsetting but i don't it's i don't think so i mean i guess it depends who you ask uh really um i know i know rdt didn't feel that way um because he he and he he had wanted the final three to be himself, uh, Moss and you, until okay. Mason won immunity at four. So, um, but I, I know he didn't think that because he felt you were a goat, and that's not really what he was. His strategy was to begin with. Um, yeah, I don't know if there were other con- thoughts of that really. Um, but yeah. Uh, you get so so you had your group voting for deadly you had deadly and mason 
who had this big plan to split votes and whatnot. You also had Zach, uh, who is getting Flair to vote for Sully in this tribal. Uh, so that's where the two Sully votes come from. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know where Zach thought he was getting the rest of the votes for it, but uh, that's that's where that goes. Um, <laughs> so yeah, five votes on Deadly, and Deadly becomes the third member of the jury. Cut down. Yeah. yeah. And so, what what does that feel like uh, coming out of this this vote? Um, Deadly's gone now. Uh, if not the most powerful player in the game, at least the biggest presence in the game at that point. Yeah. Uh, how how much does that open things up for everyone else? Um, well, it's it, it makes it it makes it especially with um, with DMs and that kind of stuff because how Deadly was talking to me, you could tell that he was very strong arm and wanted to wanted to be in control and so now especially for me with him gone i feel like it was easier to talk to other people without them being hesitant on what deadly would say and those kinds of things right so how does that um so now you get i don't know you, you everyone can just be more relaxed um yeah. and and kind of breathe a little more i suppose uh and you're now i don't know getting having this go through and and work did you does that feel like it kind of opens up this sliver of light to making it to the end of the game yeah yeah it 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 showed that people were able to kind of like reason without without having to listen to somebody I think and like listen to somebody blindly with with deadly um and so i think at this point i had to i had to kind of be able to work with people's reason and so i think that's kind of where the next little while went here and and how how i was able to kind of talk to other people gotcha so yeah down to eight at this point um next immunity is full sale uh a spreadsheet challenge uh created by dc who had played in our previous season summit uh where everybody's a ship basically in a big wide grid that is closing over time there are rocks and seaweed and shoals or shallows um, mm-hmm. obstacles. You're firing cannons at each other, uh, just trying to survive. Um, yeah, I don't know. Tell me, how did you feel about this challenge? A uh, little complicated, I, I'd say. Uh, I liked this challenge a lot as well. Good. Um, just the puzzle-wise. and My hope was that... My hope was that um, I would have been able to figure it out before. Yeah, no, I I knew that there was there was a lot going on, and I I felt like I just kind of had to do whatever I could, and it was more about talking to people after the challenge. How do you mean? Like, I 
I had to mend relationships after. So it really didn't matter. Well, it mattered, obviously, because I wanted to win. But <laughs> um, it really didn't matter if I had won immunity or not. I needed to kind of reestablish some sort of an alliance with enough people to kind of stay at this point in the game. Okay. Yes. So let's see here. Uh, RDT and Zach are the first two eliminated uh, mm -hmm. in the challenge. Uh, Crystal and Flair blow up Moss. She's next. And then you and Sully crash into each other. You're eliminated uh, heading into the 21st turn, which just left um, Flair, Mason, and Crystal in a two-by-two two <laughs> square. And uh, after some jostling around a little bit and a few tiebreakers later uh, crystal wins second immunity in a row and that is kind of leaves us where we're at um mm -hmm. so you talk about you know mending relationships and, and that sort of thing um yeah what what did i don't know was it like a um like a damage control sort of situation or... Uh, yeah, kind of, and just and and kind of just being where, like you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Like I can help you in a situation, and and all of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but I and I think that, I think at this point it was, still me trying to work closer with Crystal than anything, and she really wouldn't have it, going like long term. Mm to to kind of keep myself kind of keep myself in the game right did uh i guess i don't know where did you feel were you at a position at this point where you could even kind of think about the group you wanted to move forward with or was it simply a matter of wh whoever would work with you still um i i did want to work with rdt mm -hmm. and it felt like rdt and crystal were close um, I don't think I was that close with Moss yet. I think we started getting closer a little bit later. Um, and I really enjoyed talking with Moss. At this point, yeah, no, I was still I was still hoping that I could get Zach out. <laughs> okay. Because he was in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh, seemed to be um, some... I, I don't know, I really thought... I definitely had the feeling at some point that the game had got, we'd gotten so far into the game where, we, you know, you'd even had a couple of shots taken at Zach. They didn't hit. Uh, and by now down to final eight, half of the cast gone that with how much people didn't really like Zach or couldn't really work with him or had been annoyed by him or whatever the case may be that, mm -hmm he would be somebody that everyone would want to just keep around. Um, and, uh, you know, I thought there's a chance that we might have reached that point already where it was too late to kind of take out a player like Zach. Um, but I think the sort of, uh, I don't know if confusion is the right word, but just the, the different plans that had been in place uh, at the previous vote with Deadly getting blindsided I, I feel like a lot of people were looking for a much more unanimous consensus. Um, and I think if that was going to happen to anybody left in the game, it, it was going to happen to Zach. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, did it? I don't know. Was it an easy, easy vote to kind of corral the people for? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was. I think I think everybody was kind of on the same page. Okay. I think yeah. I think that's how I remember it. Um, obviously, uh, you know, Flair and Flair had her issues with Zach. Uh, Crystal had her issues with Zach. Um, and just like as much as I think he would have been uh, a goat at the end, mm-hmm. uh, it was so unpredictable and like impossible to just, I don't know, work with at times yeah. that it made trying to get to the end with him almost you know untenable really yeah that's true so uh yeah um after four people getting votes of the last tribal we get a nice easy 7-1 on zach uh, with zach's vote going on sully and that brings us to seven final seven mm-hmm. yeah uh, we have the fishing challenge um everybody gets to fish Try to catch a bunch of fish. You would use the same command over and over and over again until it told you that you got a fish. Then you'd have to use another separate command to actually catch it. Yeah. And uh, whoever caught all the fish faster would win immunity. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. As this, I don't know. <laughs> how, how did you feel about this challenge? It's a little more, I don't know, basic's the right word, but straightforward at least. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it was it was speed based, and and I think that being able to kind of solve those those quick little things really quick, um, it was good. I think it was a nice change of pace for for uh, how all of the challenges were going. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I I'm gonna say that for all of the challenges because I just love <laughs> games and I love challenges and puzzles and everything like that. Um, but it was a nice it was a nice change of pace. Good first, yeah. For the yeah, yeah, helped coming especially coming off uh, full sail, much more mm-hmm. of an intense challenge. Um, mm-hmm. A good good palate cleanser kind of thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, let's see. It takes you about fourteen minutes. Uh, start to finish um rdt is going to uh narrowly beat crystal to win this one with seven and a half minutes um just this was this was his challenge to win i think uh yeah and i think he's told me that this is the only immunity challenge he's ever won in a survivor org which is kind of surprising that is surprising (laughs) yeah um but so so now there's no more Zach type left in the game. Mm-hmm. Seven to go. RDT's immune. How? I don't know where. Where did you want to go next? Uh, ideally, and then how did we end up where we were? Where we, where we yeah. go? Um, I'm pretty sure at this point, like I was pretty set on working with RDT for a while now. I was pretty set with working with RDT. I wanted to see kind of how he was playing the game and and how he would move forward. And I wanted to bring Crystal because I don't think I felt like Crystal burned bridges in in jury. So 
but she did not want to work with me and how she was talking. I don't know if it was just she was being careful, all of that. And so after this challenge, with her being so successful at other challenges, I was like, okay, she doesn't really, she kind of flip-flops with me kind of how how she wants to work. Um, she's really good at challenges. I felt like this is where she needed to, she needed to go um, in order for me to keep moving forward. Okay. Was it, I don't know, how, how did you feel the, was there much resistance to that? Um, trying to get everyone else on the vote? Cause she was fairly uh, connected at that point. Yeah. But I think, I think lots of people realized that she was connected um, and that she, she was able to, she was able to um, talk to so many people um, that it, I think it was easy to convince people to vote Crystal because of the fact that she was so strong in challenges and she had connections with so many people. Okay. Yeah. It, uh, it, it's, it's not always easy to have that moment where everyone looks at each other and it's like, Oh, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get this person out. Um, yeah. but you know, I think once, if one or two people have that kind of realization, it, it's just kind of like a trickle effect down the line of everyone um, mm-hmm. figuring it out once one at a time, even, even yeah. all the way down to Sully, uh, who had been her number one this whole time for pretty, pretty much. Um, oh yeah. I felt bad. I feel like I, <laughs> I screwed Sully over bad. <laughs> uh. Uh. Um, um, yeah. So the other, I guess, I don't know. Did you obviously crystal normally pretty available day to day? Uh, I know this is a day, this, the vote of the um the day of this tribal she was uh relatively unavailable uh due to some work stuff uh i don't know did you do you feel like her being more present would have prov- she she thinks she could have gotten the vote off of herself in that scenario um no i don't think people told like i don't think she was aware that the vote was on her hmm. Um, and I, I could be wrong, but I, I feel like people were realizing that she would have been very difficult to be at the end if she made it. And with how much of the challenges, I don't think people would have changed their mind at this point in the game. Okay. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So show up to nautical, pretty straightforward, um, uh, Flair, uh, Flair, I think at the end of this, um, felt like she had kind of controlled this vote or at least spearheaded it. And then okay. by, by the end of it was, uh, almost, uh, was emotional and did not want to go through with it. Uh, took her, uh, extra prompting to submit her vote at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think by this point, I think Crystal, has figured it out um and tells everyone it's okay (laughs) um she votes for mason but the other six votes crystal and she becomes the fifth member of the jury Mm -hmm. 
uh yeah we're down to six you're still in the game hey, hey um, that's <laughs> uh yeah and so we haven't really talked about this um but at some point early on in the merge uh, and i think let's see so crystal's vote happens on the 23rd of june and on the 12th of june so like almost two weeks earlier you had found the first captain's law oh my god <laughs> and uh at this point i believe the only other person who had found it was crystal it was a few days after you did um and both of you had been i don't know well, i guess i don't even know like if you'd known that there would be more of them if you knew what to do next how to what you thought about them in general what i don't know tell tell me about it well i really like this hidden advantage (laughs) (laughs) my catchphrase basically no i thought that was so cool um i didn't know and i think i went back to former former alliance seasons to try to see what was going on and i could not for the life of me see where this um advantage cascades we're going i really really looked but i'm not like super super good with discord like i'm not on it as much so i couldn't find it mm-hmm. um but captain winby <laughs> screwed me over <laughs> oh, man. Uh, um yeah no i i thought it was cool and at one point i think crystal and i kind of said hey listen we both know it's here but I don't remember when that happened. Mm. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I'm not sure. It happened at some point. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Cause I know RDT had saw, had seen the, uh, the role that crystal had at one point, but he didn't know what it meant or how it worked or anything. Um, and he, RDT asked me about that. And I said, I didn't know either. And so I was being very careful when I went back into the captain's log yes yeah yes because uh, we had made it so that because it took uh, at least back in the day it took uh, it required a role to have access to a separate channel mm-hmm. and um we had it as just this random a role but then we gave you a way to take it away so that you know you could at least have it yeah. look at the thing and then yeah only have it for a few minutes so that people wouldn't maybe see notice what had happened um yeah but everyone was just kind of stuck on this first log until um let's see you, you came back to it on the 18th uh, and then again on the 24th which is the day after crystals voted out uh, and i think around then is when i don't know if you told rdt about it or maybe he found it on his own after having a conversation with you or something I don't think I told him about it, no. Okay. Because uh, this is when... Because he finds it on the 24th, I want to say. If I can scroll back to find it slowly. There it is. Okay. He finds it on the... Yeah, on the 24th. Um, mm-hmm. And you were in there. Earl, that So you co- you come in... A little after, I guess it would have been the evening of the 23rd, your time. And then about 20, about 13 hours later, he sne- he finds his way 
into the captain's log and then just runs through all of them uh, yeah real quick um but you 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 do get to some of the other ones uh later on uh it's it seems i forget how far you get ultimately not very far (laughs) i think i got to the i think i got to the next one and that's it to be honest with you Mm. dang what could have been yeah yeah um all right well unfortunate unfortunate uh at this point we're down to so we're down to six um and this brings us to the ghost ship another Uh, cool challenge (laughs) uh first set part set part of this challenge was um we would uh put medallions in the center of everybody and you could take them whenever you wanted um you had to have at least one to be able to do the challenge and mm-hmm. then beyond that, it was just first come. Uh, you can only take medallions once, though. And uh, you took meda- you took them first. You got five of them uh, to start out with. And evenly split up, you would have three people with four and three people with five. So you started out on the right foot in that respect. Uh, nobody else even went for them. Uh, or at least if they were going to, they saw your message show up so before they could do so. Mm. And then you're nav- trying to navigate this ship um, that involves uh, lore from the season to kind of know what to do at what point. Yeah. So let's see here. You enter the ghost ship. You grab a bottle of rum. You give the rum to old Bill. Uh, old Bill warns you about the seagulls and gives you the password villainy. You head on to the brig. Uh, you learn the skeleton's truth. So this is a really good one. Um, I think one of the commands we'd put in the game, um, I think when you could explore like one of the uh, wreckages uh, from the rowboats, talked about skeletons having always knowing the truth or something. And uh, so that was one that you should do. So you learn the skeleton's truth and learn uh, that uh, you get a key that you can use to unlock the treasure later on. Perfect. You're doing great at this point. Uh, you go above deck. You skip the mechanism uh, with the wheel. Another good decision. Uh, you skip the seagull. Great. You get to the crow's nest. You look in the first mate's quarters, um, which was ideal. Uh, and then and then you go to the captain's quarters. Um or then you look in the captain's quarters as well. So now you know uh, you know the treasure chest is in the first mate's quarters. You've got the password. You've got the key. You go to the first mate's door. You unlock the door. Use the password. Great. Did, did, did it almost flawlessly, honestly. Uh, really good, good, good handle on this challenge. Um, yeah, I don't know. Tell, tell me about the just like the sort of like a choose your own adventure narrative yeah. kind of thing yeah yeah uh who won this immunity so you and moss tied uh it, so it was based on the number of moves you took to get to the end yes. and so you and moss tied with number of moves and the tiebreaker was how many medallions you had left over right. which moss right. had more of so moss ends up beating you in the tiebreaker unfortunately um yeah no this was this was a lot of fun i think that it's 
it shows your skill and it shows kind of how your your logic and and all of that um and just kind of building off of building off of like the lore from the game i thought this was something that ties everything together and it was a lot of a lot of fun good 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 uh yeah it's uh it was a close one um mm-hmm. i think uh so yeah you you and uh moss tied in moves uh rdt came in third uh mason and silly tied for fourth and flair brought up the rear and so moss is immune and final six and now i don't know now what how do you what's the next target who's the next target um at so i remember at this one um i really was enjoying talking to sully um privately i felt like we we started actually connecting a little bit which is unfortunate because then i voted him out um he was very he was very straightforward and i could tell that he wasn't like lying to me for the most part Mm -hmm. and so i felt like it was it was better for me to better for me to kind of keep somebody like that other than flair who was a lot more willing to kind of switch it up and how like sully seemed like he he was he was keeping it consistent with what he was saying and what he was actually doing and at this point again i was really close with rdt and moss and moss really kind of showed that sully was a little bit more trustworthy than flair okay that makes sense uh yeah flair i think for a few rounds at this point had um I don't know. She'd always been the she'd been the loudest person at most nautical councils, uh, and had really wanted to um, just like have a play play the game for herself. And I feel like she kept feel uh, had kept feeling like she couldn't, and like people were yeah. working with her and kept wanting to do something, and nobody wanted to. And um, that's I don't know. That's can be a little dangerous. Can be a little unpredictable. Um, yeah and yeah no i get it and so now the other part of this uh so this is at six this is when so rdt had also found a safety without power way once upon a time this is when that expired um and so when we get to this nautical council uh right before the votes uh rdt is just gonna skedaddle yeah (laughs) (laughs) Walk in, walk right out. Yeah. Yep. Um, I don't know. Did that uh, mean anything other than him just kind of protecting himself? Did you read any more into that? Um, I think I think he probably just didn't want to piss off anybody at this point in the game because I think he knew that he had pretty good relationships with everyone, and so voting somebody out here when you don't have to, kind of. Or not voting somebody out when you don't have to kind of saves you a little bit in that future, in that future situation where it keeps people safe or it keeps yourself safe. So I, I didn't really look too much into it. I was like, oh, he has an advantage. It's going to, 
it's going to expire. Mm-hmm. I don't see the I don't see the the value in letting an advantage expire. So I didn't really look too too much into it, to be honest with you. Okay, no, yeah, fair enough. Um, so yeah, everyone, everyone else is on board for Flair. Uh, Flair votes for Sully, and uh, four to one, Flair is voted out. Yeah, um, in sixth place. All right. Uh, so then we come to uh, the challenge that you win. Here we are. Hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> this is patterns. Yeah. Um, this was, let's see, I think this was a, the brainchild of GD and Clever. And uh, we had 10 pattern images and you had to find the two images in the group that were identical. And yep. then using their like letter number coordinates um, as a command first would get you that point. Um, these start out pretty straightforward uh, and real easy. Um, like the example one with the birds, there's only six yeah. images <laughs> to sort through. Um, and even like the earth, the first one, the first actual one with the fish, there was only 12. Uh, you're the, you get that one. Um, get the first point on the board. Uh, but yeah, they, they get progressively more and more difficult and time consuming as we go on. So um, what? Yeah, I don't know. Was this, I don't know that people like, whether whether someone knows that they're good at something like this, but how did you feel about this from the beginning? Um, I felt okay. I am, I am quite visual. So like, I felt okay with it and, and I'm able to kind of see things as they're happening. Um, but I knew that there were also other people here who are quick. And so it was, it was something that I needed to, to just make sure that I had a hundred percent of my focus, but I knew that there was a lot of, a lot of competition now. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. This was. Let's see. So you you get the first point. Uh, Sully gets the second point. Mason gets the third point. Anybody's game. Uh, Mason gets the f- fourth point. So he gets. He's the first to two points. Um, and then you get another. You get the fifth one with the um, squares with the circle in the center. Uh, another tricky one man they really they really do get very difficult over time uh moss on the board next rdt on the board everyone gets a point uh with the umbrellas and then i think it's the one after that uh when they kind of turn when all the images are like blue and white scale yeah i remember testing these and just hating my life (laughs) they were so tough um Moss gets that one. So we're looking at you, Moss, and Mason at two. RDT and Sully at one with two grids to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when we got the, like, smiley face emoji one. Yeah, with um, no... I think there's no markers about what column each one Yes, we'd kind of got... We were slowly getting rid of that as well to make it even more difficult. Um, so... Yeah, this is, and I think the, the the image that was the same, I think was the the face palming guy. 
Uh, yeah, you get this one in like a minute and a minute and a half or so. Um, I just, I don't know. How do you, what is it? How do you do it? I don't get it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's, I think I went by color first and I tried to like eliminate colors in my head and I like to do things going up and down. So I think it was just helpful that one of them was closer near the beginning i bet you there was one closer near the beginning yes for that yep and just eliminating colors as much as i could no that yeah great job on that uh that puts you at three um with one to go that means the only people who can tie you are mason or moss with the final puzzle uh this one was all animal images um in an even bigger or maybe four, eight, nine, ten, eleven by, yeah, slightly bigger grid than the last one, um, and then this one goes for about two, almost three minutes, and RDT solves it, and uh, that's one of the people you needed. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, and so that means you win immunity. Yeah, that was huge because I don't think, I don't think I would have been, it would have been a close vote, I think. Mm-hmm. if i if i didn't win immunity this time yeah i because i don't i don't think rdt would have wanted to vote you out i don't know how um but i don't know that like moss mason or sully were particularly one way or the other mm-hmm. uh, and so that kind of made it interesting um and so yeah so you're immune that leaves Mason Moss, RDT, and Sully. Uh, what? Yeah, was was Sully your first pick? Oh, if I remember, I just I had reconnected with Mason mm. at this point, which I think was stupid. <laughs> um, and I was unaware of how close. I didn't think it was going to be unanimous like this. Um, I was unaware of how close Mason and, or sorry, Moss and Sully were. Hmm. And so just with me being immune, I was a little bit more lax in, in my talking. And I, I'm pretty sure Moss was like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm able to vote Sully. And it was weird for me for, I should have picked up on this of how close RDT and Moss were. Um, But it, the fact that Moss was okay with it, um, I felt like I had a better chance keeping Mason. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you were to kind of sculpt your perfect final three, um, who who's gone at four in that scenario? If Sully's out at five? Um, I really enjoyed... I really enjoyed Moss a lot. I would have, I would have wanted it to be myself, RDT, and Moss. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, so yeah, Mason just messing up everyone's plans. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Sully. Um, I know uh, Sully was. There was a. I think RDT was trying to get Sully. Sully had initially mentioned mason but to someone else had mentioned rdt as the target uh, mm-hmm. rdt wanted to get all the votes off of him 
and uh, then gave gave his idol to Moss, um, which <laughs> turned out to be kind of an interesting decision. Uh, but also he had thought that idols could only be played on yourself, the person who had it. Um, oh. And that's why <laughs> he ends up giving it to Moss in this scenario. Uh, unaware. And then I think it's Moss goes to play it. And I said, who are you playing it on? And immediately RDT like went to his confession, like, excuse me. <laughs> oh no. Uh, Cause I think at this point he'd watched a season or two of survivor when they had idols, but none of them had ever been played. Like everyone in that oh, season okay. had been voted out with it in their pocket. So he'd never actually seen the interaction um, of playing one, which was really funny. Uh, <laughs> but um, the, ultimately Moss decides to play it on herself uh, there are no votes for Moss. Uh, Sully votes for RDT. Everyone else votes for Sully. And Sully goes out at five. Then final four. Oh, God. Um, I think you come to me, uh, I think, after Tribal to ask about how the final four works. Because at this point in the show, for a while now, I think since like 2014, 2015, I want to say, they've stopped... Maybe later. Maybe it was 2016 or 2017. At some point, they stopped doing votes at Final Four, and now they do Forced Fire. Um, it's a choice. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, you asked me if that's how we did things, and I think nowadays I would have said no. At the time, however, I just said, well, <laughs> I can't tell you. <laughs> um, so uh, I don't know how much that would have changed, honestly. Um, if Mason had won, um, if I talk to him, I'll ask him if, if under the forced fire rules, if, if it would have been the same outcome, but, mm-hmm. uh, no, yeah, just a straight up vote. Um, but final four. So win immunity, you're safe. No worries. Yeah. Um, so we have some motion, oh. uh, our staple final immunity challenge that, yeah changes from each season to the next uh this iteration is juggling uh swords and how it worked was you would send a command in a channel so it would be like uh dano juggle one in the juggle one channel and then a minute later it would send a message saying that the sword had fallen you got to throw it again and we'd add a channel every so often and you couldn't let a second sword drop before you threw the last one yeah. that had dropped, basically. Um, and whoever could last longest would win immunity. Mm-hmm. And I did uh, terribly. Yeah. Uh, wasn't great for you, uh, ultimately. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we started because we, we had so many issues with every, basically every Samotion challenge we'd done. Um, <laughs> the whole time because one the getting the bots to do what we want in these challenges was always tricky two we have to keep up with all of this manually which was tricky um and then like the bots would malfunction or not work or do this that and the other thing always difficult to keep up with and so there's almost always some technical issue for the time for a while um so uh we started at like 7.30 Eastern and then 
like 17 minutes later, we asked everybody to stop so we could check the results. Um, and then we can we were able to confirm that you and Moss had been eliminated, uh, but yep. that the bot had been malfunctioning for RDT. So um, the problem was that at that point, uh, Mason had been juggling five swords while RDT was just juggling three. So we had to restart RDT by himself, get him to five, and then once the gap was closed and they'd been, if assuming RDT could last long enough to get to a point where they'd both been juggling for an even amount of time, yeah. add Mason in. Uh, so we did that. We got RDT back to that point. Mason jumps in and um, they started juggling at, by this point, 8.22. And uh, about 15 minutes later or so, uh, RDT was eliminated and Mason mm -hmm. wins immunity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. So now what? Yeah, no, this was, this was like not, it was the least ideal plan. Cause I think that in talking with, with everybody, I think that like Moss and RDT were willing to, do a mason vote and i had to figure out where where i was with mason with moss and an rdt but also i had to talk with mason because to see kind of where he thought i fit into the final three and it was a lot of a lot of talking to everybody at this point and I didn't want to I didn't want to like switch up how I've been playing the game at this point so I didn't I really didn't know what to do and this was this was very difficult in in how I was going to talk with people and all of that I remember yeah because uh, let's see so you can only vote for RET or Moss um, and so I, with you and, and RDT both wanting the three vulnerable people to have been the ones to make it all the way, mm -hmm. um, it really was a challenge to figure out how to maneuver things so that, um, I don't know, to, to avoid, I guess, burning the other person really. Um, cause, uh, so, uh, I don't. Did ultimately you and Ma, uh, you and Mason are going to vote for RDT uh, here? Is that? Yes. I don't know. Like, was that the initial plan? Were you trying to get votes on Moss at any point? Was it? Uh, how early on did you think that fire was your only chance, best chance? Did you ever feel like you could finagle things to make it so that? somebody else was just straight up vote out voted out um it was it was pretty like i kind of figured out that um it was gonna be fire and if i didn't vote rdt because i was t mason mason voted rdt right yes yeah so me and mason voted rdt mm -hmm. and moss and rdt voted me correct correct yeah so mason like in talking with mason there was 
there was no chance that I think that he was going to vote Moss at this point. And so it was either I vote RDT or I just get eliminated without going to fire. Yes. So I was like, well, okay. And I knew that our mole series was very, very note based. So I'm sure that um, RDT was taking notes this whole time. And I just did not have time to take notes while working and, and all that. So I didn't want to go against RDT. Um, I felt like I had a better chance against Moss, but I don't think the vote for Moss was going to be there um, mm. from from Mason because Mason wanted to get RDT out because it was probably his his strongest competitor. And right. he knew that. And so... Um, there was no chance for me to convince um, to convince Mason to vote RDT, so I I just had to do it, and so it was kind of out of my hands. I think this vote at this point, because um, I think I would have rather have vote went to fire against Moss. I think I had a better chance, but it just wasn't in the cards. No. Yeah. It's tough. Like you don't really think about just how many variations of votes you can really have with such a small number of people. But like you said, um, if Mason is locked in on RDT, then the only thing you could really do is try to get like RDT to vote with you against Moss. Um, and like that wasn't, that's kind of a non-starter. Uh, so yeah, you're kind of, locked into voting for RDT just to prevent yourself yeah. from being voted out two on one or something. Yeah. So yeah, not, <sighs> not ideal. No, no, um, but it's okay. It was, it was fun. And I'm glad I got to do like a head to head against, against RDT, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I guess, so, so three components to a fire-making challenge. Uh, questions about challenges, questions about the players in the season, and questions about the lore of the season. Uh, Note-taking, obviously, can apply to all of those. Um, just kind of depend. Just, I mean, it really depends on whether you took notes on the right thing or not. Yeah. Um, and so as we kind of go through these questions, um, early on... Uh, it was either an, a point for RDT or both of you getting it wrong. wrong. Yep, 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 yep. Um, but eventually, you kind of found your footing a little bit. Um, I don't know. It was uh, like I think for me personally, I would I feel like the quotes from previous tribal councils would be really difficult. Um, I don't know. What was there any? component to this that you felt like maybe you had an edge and could kind of keep you in this game um again i'll be honest already like i've seen this this fire making is exactly what what uh what happened in the mole like for the for the final quizzes Mm. and i knew that rdt is very smart and very capable so the fact that I didn't take notes how I normally would have, I knew, I knew I had no chance. Um, I wanted, I wanted to win. I wanted it to be that exciting 
kind of come from behind, but I, I knew I had no defense. Mm. Uh, the, the one question I remember from this, because uh, I remember asking oh. it, was um, what does the bilge rat hide behind? And I know, because yeah. <laughs> RDT immediately responded with, what? <laughs> but I, as I was going through the list of questions that we've come up with, I was like, oh, wait, I know Dano knows this. And I think he's oh, the yeah. only person who knows this, <laughs> this question. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, that's something. Uh, and of course, yeah, hides behind uh, a pipe. Yeah, uh, I remember you like found it very early in the season, I think, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I was there all the time. <laughs> uh, man, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so you're able to keep it to like, we get to eight five. I think was the closest it gets. Um, we're playing to fifteen, and I think that's when RDT stretches it out to a five point lead. And um, and it just kind of becomes a little insurmountable at that point. Yeah. Um, even after, let's see, one, two, uh, three, three questions in a row that you both get wrong, including what is Mini Ninja's first name? Oh my God! When I saw that one, I'm like, what the hell, Mini? <laughs> oh, so good. Um, I don't know. Uh, CC might have been the. I, I know uh, Minion just said it during marooning, but I think CC might have been the only person who would have remembered it. Um, uh, yeah, then you both get Flare right on the next one. Um, RDT gets the what's on Hydrokin's flag for his 12th point. Um, you both knew it was Deadly who said at some point someone will say something dumb that sends them packing. Uh, and then how many fish could you catch in the fishing challenge? You both got 20. So that puts RDT at 14 points. You're at 8. Playing to 15. Um, and then uh, this is another good one. Which eye do you wear the eye patch over? Uh, and like this is just a 50-50 guess if you hadn't seen the command response. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and RDT guessed wrong, so <laughs> gave you a chance. Uh, and so you cut it, you're up to nine. Um, any other shot here that RDT misses, uh, but you get it wrong as well with uh, the first player to comment during the merge feast was Sully. And then finally, question 28, which challenge required a clever captain? Um, it was the lighthouse. You both get it right. So we end it 15 to 10. RDT wins firemaking. And unfortunately, that sends you as the final member of the jury. Yep. Where I thought I was going to be warmly welcomed. Yeah. So, yeah. But I was not. (laughs) What what was your perception of the jury and your own relation to them? What, What made you feel like you would be positively received specifically? Well, I I left really well, like, especially... CC and Gwyn, who were the first Pondero, like first jury, I thought I left really well with them. Um, or th- when they left, I thought I was on really, really good terms with them. But I screwed up with CC. I got too emotional. I didn't explain myself um, hmm. when CC left. And people convinced Gwyn that I was the vote against her. Um, 
the other vote against her where I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, and I think with, for how long they were in there, I was really excited to see them, but they weren't excited to see me. Um, and so with a little bit of talking with Gwyn, we kind of patch it up really, really quick. Um, but CC was a little bit of a, a little bit of a challenge. And then Deadly was in there who did not get along with. And, and it's surprising, I know. Yeah. And, uh, and then I pissed Flair off. So I was not, I was not going into a very welcomed um, jury. So, I don't know. Yeah, it, uh, it, it's tough because you end up with this. I mean, that's kind of it's part of the game, I guess. But it, it's really tricky to know. I mean, this is you know such a big part of the game. At the end of it, is knowing what the jury thinks and knowing how to respond mm-hmm. to them and what they're doing. And so, you know, you get to the end and depending on your perspective of things, like you could, you know, you could have had this same similar experience showing up to final nautical only yeah. to realize that everyone was like, Oh, we're not voting for Dano. We've never voted yeah. for Dano. Screw him. Um, and it would have been, I don't know, maybe even worse. I don't know. Uh, it depends. Like, if RDT is the one who joins the jury, maybe that softens things out or whatever. But um, yeah, it, it's it's kind of really surprising given just how many things had to be like misinterpreted or misunderstood. And all of a sudden, this these people who you were close to during the game, who you didn't vote against, uh, are just not in your corner. Yeah. Um, it's... It, yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, it was it was it was a tough it was a tough little go ahead there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you, but so you're there and um, you get so so now you have to you're the last person. There's nothing left to be done before we get to final council, um, where it'll be Mason Moss and RDT. Uh, I saw in your confessional you had uh, predicted the votes as if there had been four people, um, which was really interesting because, uh, you know, you've got ultimately you, you landed on, I think, two votes for yourself, uh, three votes for Mason, three votes for Moss and a vote for RDT, which three, six, nine, adds up to no, that's right. No, no, that can't be. Oh, yeah, because you did a mo- vote from Moss and a vote from RDT, so one of them wouldn't have been able to cast the vote. Yeah. Um, so either, uh, yeah, so either a 3-3-2 three, three, or I guess a, I think like a 3-2-2 two, two or 4-2-2 or, two, two or something like that. A pretty split vote, ultimately. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So when you get to Ponderosa, uh, after you, if you even get over the sort of initial shock of how you're received um were you able to pick up on things about what the other jurors were thinking about the finalists and kind of the directions they were leaning oh yeah it was it was pretty clear that a lot of people were it was pretty clear that a lot of people were um very impressed with rdt's game and so 
it was it was easy to kind of talk to people in that way. There was a little bit of support for for Mason. Um, and I think that was just kind of some people talking about kind of or being connected with him. But there was a lot of support for um, RDT. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Was that because you, you didn't really seem to have that same viewpoint while you were in the game? Um, was that were you able to see the that perspective uh, talking to everybody else, or did that was that something that kind of took uh, final tribal questions to kind of sift through about rdt yeah yeah um no like just looking back on on how the game worked and and kind of especially um when there were just five of us left like with with sully um looking back i kind of realized that rdt was playing a very 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 good game and he he basically had it in lock yeah okay um very nice then uh yeah i mean he he come he i mean he himself i don't think even thought it would be as uh as much of a one-sided outcome as it ends up being um when you get to so i let's see you you enter final council i assume leaning in rdt's favor um what 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 would have, what would it have taken from a Moss or Mason to sway you, if anything? Do you think? Um, you know, for Mason, it was a lot. I I did have a little bit of bitter bitterness towards Mason. It would have taken a lot more for him to convince me to vote for him. Uh, to be honest, mm-hmm. Moss Moss played a very very good game, and. I would have been willing to vote for Moss if I wasn't so connected and didn't see um, RDT playing for so long, especially like after the merge or sorry, after the swap and say that again, sorry. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. And then um, there, there was a little bit of, I've been playing with RDT since day six or seven or whatever it was, the mer- the swap. There was a little bit of wanting to see him win because of that as well, in addition to how well he played the game. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Um, uh, so basically, uh, <laughs> that's pretty much what happens. I RDT, uh, you know, we get, questions from everybody um in the other final tribals that you've ever experienced both before or after this uh obviously orgs handle these things differently from one to the other but this just the lack of uh order yeah how how, i don't know was it how difficult was it to navigate everyone's questions getting overlapped with each other and yeah as it was it was annoying just because um in previous in previous whatever it was 
it usually goes first juror to final juror gets to ask their questions, gets to do whatever, so that there's there's continuity, there's there's organization, there's all of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was it was hard to follow. And yeah. it I think just because of the big personalities that were in jury, <laughs> like Zach and Zach and Deadly, it was hard to kind of reason with them to build an order or an organization. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, uh, that checks out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's tough. Cause like, and, and, you know, we, we would just, we were just coming off of our previous season where everything was so nice and <laughs> so orderly, <laughs> uh, to this trash fire. <laughs> yep. That's a fair statement. <laughs> Um, I, I mean, you know, like every, all, uh, Mason and Moss and RDT are replying to every question as they can, as fast as they can, and, and really not able to keep up. Um, I think Moss in particular was consistently like two to three questions behind everybody else. I think when I last scrolled through the channel, um, and so, yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, everyone I've talked to so far hasn't. I mean, has admittedly uh, agreed that it was awful, but at the same time, I don't know, no one has really implied that it made their job more difficult, I guess, if that makes sense, Uh which I guess I'm glad about. Uh, I mean, the whole point is that the jury should handle final tribal in the way that makes it easiest for them to make their decision, whatever that may be. Uh, is kind of what we try to I don't know if we said it in as many words uh, in your season but that's kind of the idea which is why we're production is so hands-off on like the structure Um, but I guess uh, you just yeah there wasn't really any one person who was going to kind of step up and like be the person that like set an order who organized everybody um the big like you said the biggest personalities were not those types of people so yeah yeah wasn't gonna happen but at the end of it all um we go to the finale we get the votes and we get rdt rdt mason rdt 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 um seven one zero outcome rdt mason as the runner-up moss as second runner-up and that's it we've got our winner yeah it was it was a it was a pretty i kind of expected that to be the vote so Mm -hmm. you did you feel like there was going to be that off vote somewhere uh no i i i didn't expect that at all okay to be honest with you (laughs) fair enough fair enough yeah just you like I said, you cannot predict what Zach will do. <laughs> um, so, That's true. That is true. That's like the motto of the season. <laughs> yep. Uh, so we get RDT is the winner. Um, congratulations all around. Uh, and then, you know, a few minutes later, we jump into some superlatives. Uh, this was really CC. Uh, CC's time to shine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you and CC get 
won uh, everyone's favorite DM channel to read on the season. Except... That's pretty fair. I, we had a lot of fun in in our chat for sure, mm -hmm. and so it was that was a nice little uh, addition to our our game wise for sure. Yeah. Uh, so you you know you you mentioned that CC was one who took a little longer to kind of get around or move past or get over a fix or whatever the case may be um the the the, the sour feeling um i don't know what were you able to get over ultimately and um it was it was more cc than me i think well yeah um, yeah 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 um, we talked a little bit about it and i explained myself better and 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 cc said like it was really hard hearing that that everybody was voting and my my communication was not good so we did clear it up and and we we're good and we have some fun conversations now still and it's i'm glad that we cleared that up yeah oh good 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 i'm glad um all right and so we wrap up the finale um the reunion we preview the next season etc cetera, etc cetera. um and so you get this brief moment of all right the game is over uh you get a little breathing room we we open up the the postseason lounge uh and so your first kind of foray into the viewers and what the viewers felt about anything they like to bombard people with questions and comments and memes and things like that um what was this sort of transition from inside this bubble of the game to outside of the bubble like and and how how did you like i don't know how much you go back and read stuff but um yeah how did you how was this sort of exit from the game for you uh it was it was okay i was just excited to be there i was excited to um to have have that audience and everything like that and it was as i expected and um the one thing that i did look back and people were just kind of uh, talking about how how i uh Sorry, my I'm just finishing driving here. Um, <laughs> how people were talking about how I didn't really make moves and stuff, or made the wrong moves, especially with like that Sam's vote. And mm. so it was unfortunate to see that like people disagreed with a few of my plans. But I I take all of that with a grain of salt, and I was I was fine with how the audience saw, the viewer saw, and everything like that. So sure sure yeah. yeah it's always i don't know it doesn't uh you know we have viewers who've only played alliance and that's it they watch all the seasons but we've got other viewers who've played everywhere else and play all the time and uh and now we have people who've played alliance twice uh yeah. and so you know even i think you end up with a lot of people who feel that they know pretty pretty well like what's going on and what the right thing mm -hmm. to do is and you know to a certain extent that's sometimes correct uh you know playing more makes gives you a better insight into stuff and yeah 
you know, it's not that they're wrong every single time, but there's definitely, no matter how many times you've played, even if, you know, you have a season where, say, uh, I don't know, um, if you if you took your took you out of high seas and replaced you with somebody else uh, after this experience, like you watching somebody else play a season with the same fifteen other people, like it's still not going to be something that you know oh, everything about. So for sure, uh, there's always that that divide between uh, what you can see from the outside, which is most almost everything, and then what you can't see from anywhere mm-hmm. which is the p- things that people are thinking and what they're not sharing the subtext yeah. of what they're saying all that sort of stuff um yeah. yeah there's there's a lot of layers to things that just just always get overlooked and, and you you know it's kind of unavoidable mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean it's it was it was a good we had a great cast loved yeah. the cast for the season um, really exciting from from start to finish. Uh, maybe perhaps one of the best, just like as a group, like of challenges. I think in seasons that we've had, really good on that front too. Um, yeah, no, it That's... was it was a lot of fun, and I think that it was probably my favorite org that I've ever done, um, based off of challenges and the people that I met and the hosts and everything like that. It was, it was the most fun. So. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, is there anything we haven't mentioned that we might've skipped over or anything from the ga- time, your time in the game? I don't think so. I just, I think that, I think this is a cool way to wrap it up and a cool way to like reminisce, but <laughs> that was my, that was my experience and it was a good time. So well, yeah. Good. Uh, so one final thing, um, I I used to do these episodes in sequential order, like how people were eliminated. Um, and I really don't have the time (laughs) to wait from one person to the next when I'm specifically going in that order, uh, which is why I asked the season to kind of just let me know when you're available and we'll do it then. Um, and so what I used to do was I'd have each person provide me some sort of question or something to ask the following person. And I can't sure. really, I can't really do that anymore. Uh, oh, okay. So what I've changed it to is I just ask somebody to give me a question for anybody, uh, anybody I know I'll be talking to or could talk to down the line. Um, okay. And so I have one thing here from RDT for you. No. <laughs> um, it's about the final four vote. Um, yeah. He mentioned in his episode or in his interview that you had talked. Uh, to him about trying uh, the two of you voting out Moss at some point. Um, And he wanted to know how genuine that plan really was from your side of things. Uh, I was, I, it was a hundred percent genuine. I was not going to vote RDT out without knowing that it was going to go to fire. Um, I made it very clear to Mason that I wanted to go to fire with RDT if it was going to be a tie. Um, I, I, I was not going to campaign to get RDT out at that point. It was 100%, 100% genuine. All right. That's, yeah. yeah. I know 
because I, I think he had said something like, well, he wasn't 100% sure about it because if he votes for Moss and then you just vote for him anyway, then he's out of the game. And But then like mm-hmm. it's the same the other way. Like if you vote for Moss, then he could have voted you out of the game and it's all that sort of yeah. prisoner's dilemma type of stuff. Yeah. So Okay, yeah, good to know. Totally. Yeah. Um, well, that just leaves, I don't know. if uh, So I know I'm talking to Sully. I don't know whether or not I'm going to be I think I'm I assume I'm going to be talking to Mason I've been trying mm-hmm. to get a hold of Deadly and we haven't been able to set anything up yet mm-hmm. um, but those are the three I think from this season anyway that I'm most likely yep. to be talking to if there's anything I can ask them um, sure uh, why don't you ask Sully okay how far he would have gone with me um, to the end okay can do that or if he would have gone to the end with me because i kind of burned him but <laughs> it could have been different if i didn't okay all right note made i will i think i talked to him on friday so i will figure it out then see what he says sounds good thank you all right well hey thanks ryan yeah appreciate you taking the time to do this and uh have a good rest of your day okay thanks a lot thanks bye bye uh we got we got into like a deep freeze so (laughs) the week before christmas it was like minus 45 celsius (laughs) oh my gosh yeah for like eight days and i was still teaching so it was like (sighs) the kids were cooped up in the school for eight hours it was horrible oh my goodness that sounds uh, no no good. Oh my goodness, that's even that's minus forty nine Fahrenheit. <laughs> yeah, it was cold. <laughs> oh, I don't know that I've ever experienced anything less than like minus ten. Oh shit! Okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in like Northern America. Like I don't. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alliance of Survivor Game podcast. If you'd like to try your hand at Alliance, our applications are always open. You can find more information by visiting AllianceSeasons.com. Our 11th season, Suwarwali, is in the home stretch if you'd like to come join our viewers lounge. And as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same tonight. I know she'll never leave me, even as she Without a trace Nothing's gone forever Only out of place So long, farewell Oh, what I'll be to say Wait a minute Wait a minute, Wait a minute. So long